Hello and welcome to the Deadpool Commentary. My name is Ryan Reynolds. With me today is director Tim Miller and also there's the female who was in the movie this week. And we're going to be talking about this very highly it's, controversial it's yet highly popular movie that we made. I assume this is my voice. <laughs> well, at least that wasn't the overpaid tool. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's Matt Pearson. It's us here at the Crossover Podcast. Kevin Miller's here. How's Kevin doing? Pretty well. That's not my actual voice. No. And also here, rounding out this commentary we're going to be doing today, is a man who earlier this week didn't even stab me in the back. Walked up as a friend and stabbed me right in the face <laughs> by going to see the Deadpool. <laughs> Rob Callflesh, how's it going, buddy? Good. I'm, I'm happy to be back, knowing that I didn't get banned for life. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just playing. I, got, I, got, I, I think I've said my piece on Deadpool. We don't need to keep harping the point. Right. <laughs> Man, is that your reaction to it though? (laughs) Me sending you the ticket stub uh, in a picture was fantastic. That's pretty good. Yeah, just Ralph going. (laughs) (laughs) So good. I constantly use that one. So Deadpool, I think, is officially behind us. Which means we, even though it's still making is bank, it behind but, you? Uh, well, I don't think it was ever in front of me, quite <laughs> frankly. But uh, again, I don't want to be kicking dirt on Deadpool all the time. But Batman Superman, three weeks away. Oh, is it that soon? Yeah, 25th, I think. And this is the 5th, so 20 days? 6th. It's the 6th? Wow. We are in the AM. Oh, my goodness. That's true. This, Yeah, that's a good point. This is the first ever morning podcast that we are recording in the brief history of the crossover. So. It might be the first sober podcast. Yeah, I can't yeah. <laughs> the sports side. But. Yeah, there's no liquor. No, I think I think we recorded. The very first one we recorded, which was The Good, The Bad, The Mad, I think was like Tuesday or Sunday afternoon at like 2 o'clock because we didn't know how long it was going to be. So we wanted to give us a big window because I had no concept for how long we were going to be uh, recording for it. And then everything else after that has been pretty much in the in the darkness. We're very much like Batman. We work in the darkness on the crossover <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Nothing in the sunlight. Um. So some people have seen the. What, what would you say? Let's start with Rob. What, what, what would you say your excitement level is for Batman versus Superman? A mere three weeks away from from its release. My excitement level. Um, let's just stick with the good. What do you the call it? The level? good, the bad, the bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, Matt plus, Matt uh, plus. So you're, you're you're at about on a seven, maybe an eight on a scale of one to ten. I would say maybe like more a, along a the soft lines of a seven. Maybe yeah, a, like like with blackjack, we've got a, we've got we've got a soft twelve. I'm not sure with, what to do with it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Maybe a soft sixteen. Yeah. No, no, a hard sixteen. Yeah. It's like dealer showing a seven. Yeah. Uh, I, I got it. It's like, I don't like it, but I got to hit. What about you? Yeah. How are you feeling? How am I feeling? <laughs> um, I liken it at this point because we've got a lot of good press, a lot of bad press. Things keep kind of getting revealed or teased about the movie. At this point, I liken it to a Band-Aid where I just, for better or worse, want to rip it off. <laughs> like, can, we just, can I just watch this movie, please, and decide whether I like it or not? I... Man, I, I like the trailers really had me running the the gamut of emotions with this because that first trailer came out and by God, did it look fantastic! Like it looked like Zack Snyder was going to pull it off. Oh, not the teaser, okay? Yeah, and then the second one came out with that horrible. And if you haven't seen the second one, spoiler alert because yeah. don't watch the second trailer. But it had that doomsday reveal, uh, yes. and then it was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> like what are you doing? Like, yeah, even the even the Wonder Woman reveal wasn't good enough yeah. to overcome. Like, that v- very rarely do I, I I side with the overreacting of the internet. Like 
when Affleck was cast, I wasn't the guy. So I'm Ben Affleck, right? Like, <laughs> you know, like I think, and they're still doing that. Like they're tearing Affleck to the studs right now. I'm like, you haven't even seen the damn movie. Like, <laughs> you won't be in the bottom five of worst things all the time. <laughs> like, I guarantee. And I mean, I realize I harp on like, yeah, I know. Affleck fucked up Daredevil, but that wasn't really his fault. It was a terrible script. Also, that terrible, was a decade ago. Yeah, and it was yeah over a decade ago. It was a terrible script, terrible director, terrible everything. Nobody knew what they were doing on that flick. So I'm not <laughs> all that. All they did was walk up to Affleck, and Affleck didn't have enough juice at the time, I think, to oh to turn down roles. Star power. <laughs> yeah, well, because I th- I, like because we've heard Kevin Smith tell that story about how he was shooting Jersey Girl and Daredevil in the same year. Yeah. So not a good year uh, for Affleck, but the. I don't know, like, I just, I think at a certain point somebody just said, hey, Affleck, you want to play Daredevil? And he was like, fuck yeah, I love that comic book character, right? And then went on with that, and then it just ended up being a horrible, horrible piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I I think Affleck can pull it off. I I just, everything that will go wrong with the flick, with, with Batman and Superman, I think will, will, Affleck will be so far down the list, I think. And, yeah. And, he wouldn't be the main reason. No, like, I don't know if we'll get a Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger Joker out of him, but of I mean, it, it'll be good. But I'm, I have I'm expecting it'll be a decent. I movie. have said on this podcast that mm-hmm. I think Affleck will, because if if you just count the movie guys, so Val Kilmer, Clooney, Keaton, Bale, yep. Bale probably has the championship Thanks. belt right now as yep. as far as movie Batman's go. Does he not? I I, I think I've gone on the record saying that. I, I think Affleck is going to take that championship belt from Christian Bale as as movie Batman. Now Kevin Conroy is the oh, yeah. all time <laughs> champion. He's he's the Undertaker at WrestleMania, even yeah. without the loss, because I think he's got one loss now at WrestleMania. Yeah. Even though I haven't been watching wrestling recently, but he's he's like he's the guy They're playing his music. Yeah, he I still say yeah. the voice. Yeah, I still I still wish that because they've got that robot voice for Affleck. Yeah, in oh, the movie. Yeah. Why couldn't that have just been? Like a digitized Kevin Conroy. Yeah, like why didn't they just put Kevin Conroy? <laughs> that would have been amazing. Yeah. So when he puts on the mask, he just detoxes Kevin Conroy. Because then you could have had Kevin Conroy go, you know, do you bleed? <laughs> you will. <laughs> I actually don't know that I could have survived Kevin Conroy speaking those lines, so maybe it's for the best. It's certainly too much pleasure overload. No, not that. It's just like, come on, Kevin Conroy, you're better than this. <laughs> Well, there is that clip of him making, like, some Comic-Con making fun of Christian Bale's Batman oh, yeah. voice. Just, yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, hold on, my flag is still here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> let me plant my flag. One, like, let me take it out and replant it. Just so there's <laughs> Maybe you didn't see this flag. Yeah. Um, so we, we have had some people see the flick. Like, like obviously, right, it, there's advanced reviews, right. writers, and whatnot have seen it. Um, one man had a tweet, and he writes for, uh, his name is Anthony... Bresnikin? I can't really, I'm terrible with names. I think, I think it's Bresnikin. If I mispronounce that, I apologize. Um, he writes for Entertainment Weekly. And he wrote this about the movie. And he wrote six points about Batman versus Superman. And we'll go through them one by one. And I'm sure people have seen this tweet before. But he tweeted out. And the first thing he said was, of seeing Batman and Superman, he said, one, if you love Man of Steel, you'll love Batman versus Superman. Wob wob. <laughs> <laughs> Is so, that supposed to be a selling point? Well, that's uh, uh, well, well, he, 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 he softens the blow. Like greater America, possibly. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Because I mean, I didn't, I didn't like Man of Steel. I, don't, I know, <laughs> I know, Kevin Miller didn't like Man of Steel. Did you see Man of Steel, Rob? I did. And what were your opinions on it? I don't remember specifics about it, but like a I, it was, I was, I was just Zod's neck at the end of the movie. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he grew. Is that the one? There was yeah. There was just 
they destroyed the better part of Metropolis, yeah, right? Yeah, and Smallville. And Smallville. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, part of I'm not a huge <laughs> Superman fan, so yeah. like going in, and my expectations weren't. Yeah, you were like, just entertain me, right? Yeah. yeah. But there was a lot of boring parts in that movie yeah, where when he was like, I truly grew the Hulk don't over here. care. Yeah. He was the Hulk. He was he was yeah. the, the Luke yeah, Ferrigno yeah. Hulk from the old TV show. Bill he, Bixby. Yeah, the Bill Bixby. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Where he was walking around with a. Uh, with a hobo beard and, and just da, 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 da. yeah, just going from da, town da, da. to town and just wrecking stuff. Oh, yeah, you give me my sidewalking music. And then there was no color, and it was just although the one thing I will give Man of Steel credit for was they they, they had Lois Lane, yes, Pulitzer Prize winning journalist one of Lois Lane, bright spots. Figure out that super the Clark Kent is Superman like that right away they saw through the glass. Yeah, they, they nipped that right in the bud because that was a total like like the whole. Lois Lane not being able to figure out um, Clark Kent and Superman thing is such a 1930s Which is one of the points thing. I was saying about uh, BVS coming up is that, so we have to assume that World's Greatest Detective already knows. Oh yeah, <laughs> if, if we get in this and, and Batman doesn't figure it out some, at least as fast as Lois Yeah, Lane. like there has to be something where, because usually what they do is, the, the thing that they've always done that's super awesome. In like the animated series. They did it in the animated series, and they recently did it when they rebooted uh, Warner Brothers, uh, the Justice League world. Right. Where Batman will say something to, uh, like, or what was it? Super- Superman will usually use because he's Superman and he's got all the powers of the world. He'll use his X-ray vision mm-hmm. and be like Bruce Wayne, and then like Batman will go, "Yeah, you better not say anything, Clark." And then <laughs> Superman will go. What? <laughs> like, like, and he'd be like, I knew, and Batman's always like, I knew the whole time. So if we go into this and Batman and Affleck doesn't know that, especially considering Affleck is playing, like, like where do you place Affleck's age at as the Batman? Like, he's veteran Batman right now, right? Like, because he had that one line in the third yeah. trailer where he leans back and says to Jeremy Irons, you know, I'm getting slow at my old age, right? So yeah. he's, they're modeling him after. Yeah, him. Early 50s? Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'd say late, yeah. 45 between 45 and 50 is, is Batman's supposed I to think be. 45 is going to be the low, yeah, and that, the, yeah, the on range. the low end, right? Yeah, and like I, I just think that he's definitely doing because we're about to record a commentary, Dark Knight Returns. I've always put this Batman at like 55 60 because Alfred's still alive, right? And there yeah. has to be like a 30 year gap between the two, so you have to figure at least because Alfred was an old man when, yeah, yeah. And so you got to figure like Alfred's like 85 90, so, yeah. could, so could theoretically still be alive and then. Yeah. Why not? Uh, the second thing Anthony Bresnikin said was, he said, if you love Man of Steel, but not the ending, and I assume he means when <laughs> Superman snapped Zod's neck. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that. Batman Superman may redeem that. Redeem. Redeem. That is that's an interesting That's word. an interesting statement. I'm, I'm, I'm snapping the neck. Yeah, I'm snapping more necks. Superman just goes full neck snapping. Well, I'm flattered. Does that mean like someone's going to snap Superman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Imagine the fanboy outcry of Batman. I can't. I can't think of anything worse that they could do in this movie than if Batman snaps. I would lose my damn mind. Uh, what if Batman shot uh, Superman in the face? Yeah, that might with be it. A Krypton gun. Yeah, that might be it. Or a Kryptonite gun. Batman and like willingly picked up a gun. Like was like, yeah. oh my god, I have to grab this gun real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that'd be so bad. Uh, third thing he wrote was, if you hated Man of Steel and the whole grim slash dark thing, BVS is probably not for you. Which... I could have called that. <laughs> I mean... 
The problem is they haven't figured out, at least in the in the DCCU, which is a term coined by Miller and myself. They're calling it the DECU or something like that, and and, and like they and I don't know what the E stands for, entertainment or something. Uh, I guess, but I've just been like, no, well, no, we're gonna continue with the DCCU on this. Uh, like DC Extended Cinematic Universe or something. Or, yeah, I, I guess I don't know. Either way, not good. The decade, <laughs> not good, Bob. Uh, but. I mean, I just, I, I feel like Bat- Batman's the only one who should be dark and broody, right? And we've seen some shots where Superman gets a couple of spots where the, it's light and yeah, yeah. Can really and he looks su- like yeah. Superman. And the suit really pops and he looks like Superman. Well, it, it already looks like from some of the trailers we've seen that there's a bit more color in this one, mm-hmm. too. So, But also some dark stuff, oh, of too. Course, like of course. Wonder Woman's like, and yeah, get... yeah, and matte tones. Yeah. Well, it depends how much of this movie's going to take place during the day. I imagine yeah. not much. Of yeah, it. yeah, that's another thing, right? Is is because most of Man of Steel took place in the light of day, right? And it yeah. was still sepia tone. Well, it was it was whatnot. it was desaturated. Yeah. all of it. It might as well have been in black and white. Exactly. It wasn't. It wasn't very good. But like, since Batman is going to be in this, and we're fighting at night, then it's okay to have oh yeah, darker, darker stuff. Yeah, but I mean, even in like the night scenes, you've got like some nice splashes of orange and yellow and stuff like that. The like, thing there's that, actual color. In the there. thing that I don't get though is the thing that everybody hated about, or one of the main things everybody hated about Man of Steel was the massive amounts of destruction. And every shot you see of Batman and Superman fighting, it's always like everything's blown up in the background behind yeah. them. Like, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't seem like Zack Snyder is going to stop the theme of like, well, the, the one because they show Superman like lasering <laughs> the side of a building and stuff like that with his with his eyeballs as Batman grapples away and stuff like that. Right. The one bit that I'm thinking of from the trailer is when he comes barreling in in the, the Batmobile, taking out yeah either like going through a building or just yeah. barreling through traffic, having things. Fly yeah, up to the side, up and whatnot. Yeah, and then it's crashes not, in, and then gets out, and then he's looking up at Superman or <laughs> yeah. something. It's not quite as bad as as Michael Keaton sticking dynamite in a dude's pants and then pushing him <laughs> into the sewer and watching him die. But it's it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Um, fourth thing he said was Wonder Woman is fearsome, which. Good. Yes. You know what? Awesome. Fingers crossed that Wonder Woman, I think, comes off as one of the better parts of this I, I movie. I think that overall, I'll, this movie is going to be bloated as heck. Yeah. Um, but I, as long as we get a good Wonder Woman out of it, mm-hmm. I mean, that it will be at least something I can cling to. I'm yeah. skeptical to see how much Wonder Woman we're going to see. Yeah. You know, I, it's just, I, I mean, it's so I bloated. Like, hold, we might only get like 12 minutes of her on screen. I'm still holding to the idea that the, the whole bit where uh, Wonder Woman comes down and then they have their exchange of I thought she was with you and yeah. all that. And then you see that one shot of the three, the three of them. Yeah, the big three. On. Oh, that was good. I, it's, nobody has convinced me that that's not the end of the movie. Yeah. Or near, like, the yeah. last ten minutes. Those are oh, those okay. are the two shots that I think in the trailers that I, I was five years old when, like, I went back to a kid. And that, that was one when... Like when when it show, when Super, Wonder Woman lowers the shield, yeah. and then Batman and Superman are just standing beside her, and like the big three, they get the big hero yep. shot. And I was like, oh, all right. Like I'm like like they got like they got that shot yes, right. Yeah. And the other one they got right was in the first trailer, the Comic Con trailer, when Superman rips off the, the the hood of the Batmobile and throws it down, and then Batman, you get the wide shot, and Batman just stands up and, and yeah. like there's smoke, and he just looks at yeah. Superman. I was like. Oh, yeah. you know, doesn't like, flinch. Yeah, <laughs> and just go my ride. <laughs> like, 
He's like, you broke my ring. You gonna pay for that? Yeah. <laughs> Let's exchange. Oh wait, you don't have any money, Clark. <laughs> that's if that was the line. <laughs> that's, that's how he reveals. You gonna pay for that, Clark? Yeah. <laughs> I what? found out your real identity, but we exchanged insurance information. <laughs> oh man. Uh, the fifth thing he said was, there's a moment between Batman and Superman that'll make even the most cynical eye tear up. Now, as the most cynical bastard on planet Earth, <laughs> challenge accepted, good sir. <laughs> tear up, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's... Between Zack Snyder, Superman, and Batman. Man, yeah, and Ben Affleck's Batman. That's Man. a bold fucking claim. Here's the thing. Maybe they're going to sit down, hash it out, and watch up. Possibly. Yeah, so yeah. now you end up I was say, yeah, maybe they throw some pictures literally into the movie. The sixth thing he said was fans will have a lot to discuss and fight over, which... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Which would happen don't. anyway. Which In a Batman-Superman movie, movie, you don't say. Yeah, but I mean, like... You pick any comic book movie, there's going to be discussions or arguments about oh, everything. Absolutely, yeah. But I mean, it's the premise of the movie. Take the two most beloved comic characters possibly ever and put them against each other. Of course, there's going to be people arguing in the same way. Who would you say is top three all time across both? Superheroes? Yeah. I would say Spider Man, Mm -hmm. Batman, and probably Superman. Yeah, I think I I agree. And then Wolverine short after. I was going to say, has. Well, because Wolverine, the movies, I think I've done Wolverine a complete disservice. Like, well, having, I, having I agree Wolverine with that, but too people still love shit. Wolverine. Oh, yeah, I still love him too, but I think in the public eye, he's lost favor because... Oh, for the layman? Because, yeah, for, for just because those two, the Wolverine and X-Men Origins were so shitty, man. <laughs> like, those were terrible movies. Like, I mean, I kind of like the, tra- the sequence on the train in the Wolverine movie. I, I heard that there were some like, parts of the Wolverine that were Yeah, like, the, like the, when they were at the funeral and the assassins yeah. attacked them and then Wolverine's chasing them across rooftops and onto a train. Yeah. That's a great sequence. Like, yeah. but... After that, after that sequence is over, you can turn the Wolverine off. Like you don't need, creeps. yeah, you don't need, yeah. It's kind of what it was, yeah, with like ninjas and stuff. And you're like, yes, this is. That's what I signed yeah, up for. And, and then you waited all movie to see the Silver Surfer. <laughs> goddamn it! That was more disappointing than Contact when you waited to see the end to see the aliens, and it was her goddamn father. And you're just like, <laughs> what? Like, Show me the damn aliens. So bad. Well. As is tradition on the crossover podcast, before we, we get a movie, we usually do a big commentary lead-in for it. Uh, we did it with Jessica Jones. We'll probably do it with the Daredevil thing, the season two that's coming out later. Or at least we'll try to. Man, this is a busy month. The, well, we watched uh, before that, like, Electra. <laughs> well, I, was that, Electra I was thinking, either we watch the Electra, maybe we'll put a poll up, because Electra is coming, so maybe we, we slog through the, the Electra movie. Or, yeah. or I was thinking we could watch the two episodes of like I, I learned about Daredevil the first time I learned about Daredevil when I was like seven years oh, old from like Spider Man the anima- the animated Spider Man he showed up for two he showed up for two episodes and honestly that's <laughs> outside of Frank Miller I think it might be the most badass Daredevil has ever looked in wow. that like in that yeah he just looked so awesome in that uh, in, in in that animated series I, well I guess the the cartoon or the cartoon the uh, Netflix series was damn good as well. So, but for the longest time, honestly, it was like Frank Miller's Daredevil stuff, and then that. But uh, yeah, we're doing a commentary track today, and what we will be doing is Warner Brothers premiere in the DC animated Dark Knight Returns Part Two, not Part One. If you haven't seen Part One, go ahead and watch Part One, and then come back. Pause to the this. podcast for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, and then come back and and and. Watch this one along with us, although if you turn this on, I assume you've seen it. And if you have a shame on you, because this is 
they 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 based this off of Frank Miller's Bible, and they did it some justice. Now, can you guys guess why I chose this one for? Like, <laughs> it's thematically identical. Uh, I think it's because we already talked about Crime Alley. Yeah, <laughs> so we didn't need to go there. That's true. Plus, Batman and Superman fighting this one. <laughs> like, that's true. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh that's yeah. why. <laughs> now I get it. So, yeah. line up your your Netflix, your DVD, your streamings, your whatever, and I've got it set at absolute zero. And I am hitting play on the Dark Knight Returns Part Two right now. There we go. Hey, it worked. <laughs> Warner Brothers premiere logo is up. And here we go. DC Comics is up. And you can hear right now, they're bringing us up to speed on what happened in part one. What I do like about these... uh, these Sons of Batman. What I do like is that a lot of the uh, sort of narrative that you get is from the perspective of the news station. So we discussed yes. this um, before I had seen it um, when we did our Dark Knight... When we, sorry, when we did our Crime Alley series. Uh, and they basically flash back to Crime Alley during, like, a newscast that Bruce Wayne is watching. And it's a pervasive theme during both of these parts. Mm-hmm. And I like it a lot. And it's it's straight out of... Because that, that was how Frank Miller told... That's supposed to be Lana Lang, by uh-huh. the way. Yeah. <laughs> who has uh, <laughs> let herself go. <laughs> that's a big thing Frank Miller did in this. Because there's a couple characters who have... It's just, you get older, you get fatter. It just kind yeah. to everybody. No, it's not. Um, I mean... It's yeah, it's bad because there's a couple other characters. What I would say, we uh, zooming back in on uh, Michael Emerson, who I believe is from Lost, wasn't he? I think I think he was one of the guys on Lost, he, and he I, he thought I did possibly. I thought he was fantastic. This was really, I think, one of the first ones they did. There's Michael McKean of Spinal Tap Fang playing Doctor Roper, who <laughs> in the comic books always wore a Superman shirt yeah. underneath his jacket. So I don't know why he's that in part one. Did yeah, he? He had a Superman yeah. Every time he was on, uh, yeah. like on his the news shows and all that, he always had some. Yeah, he yeah comic he, t-shirt. Yeah, on. if you read the if you read the comic, he always has the the Superman logo underneath, and yeah. they Superman has the Superman logo on. So I don't know why they chose there. There had to be some reason, but the Joker just straight up plays this dude. Too. <laughs> oh God, yes. <laughs> and this also keep in mind, this is like. <laughs> When you're sitting here watching this and you're like, Dr. Rober, what the hell are you doing believing anything the Joker says ever? Keep in mind, this is this was originally written in like 1986. So I think The Killing Joke had just kind of come out. So Alan Moore and Kevin, and um, Frank Miller, I was going to say Kevin Miller there, but uh, Frank Miller gave us our kind of first insight into yeah. manipulative, psychopathic Joker. And... Thank God we continued that theme for like the next thirty years. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, I guess this is technically like the thirtieth anniversary of uh, yeah the Dark Knight, the Bible of Comics coming out. There's, I don't. These are some pretty good shots they got of Batman beating up the mutant. Yeah, I guess someone had a camera phone. Or something. But. Sorry, it's the eighties. Everyone's got a camera phone. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, and that's a good thing. I think that they did with this. Was and again, as and it's a good time because we're we're zooming in on on the White House, and you will see Reagan as president here. Yeah. They didn't update it. Oh, for yeah. the time, for the, 
And I'm really glad that they did that because I don't think that it fits. Like, no. this this doesn't translate. It's, it's very, because it's Cold War and because yes. it's got these warring superpowers, it has a very Watchmen vibe to it. Yes. And it came out the same year, I believe. Yeah, Watchmen... Uh, 86? Yeah, Watchmen... 86 was probably the greatest year in the history of comic books because the Bible of comics came out. The Dark Knight Returns. Watchmen, I think, came out. I think The Killing Joke came out. And basically, Frank Miller and Alan Moore put on a display in 1986 that it could never... It was basically like Bird Jordan. Or Bird Jordan. Bird Magic, where it was just like, these are the two greats and, and we'll never have a rivalry like this ever again. We were going to raise the bar so high. Yeah, because like Alan Moore also did... He did Watchmen, and I think he did some good Swamp Thing stuff, and I think maybe The Killing Joke, and maybe Man of... Uh, or the man who has everything, the Superman story. I think he did that yeah. year. And then Frank Miller had both of the really good Daredevils that he did. He wrote the the Bible for Daredevil, which was uh, Born Again, and the Bible of comic books, <laughs> Dark Knight Returns. So it was just like one of the all-time like ass-kickings in comics for yeah. one year in 1986. I do like that part of the mutants have broken off of the Duke Nukem gang here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Robin, this is Rob and Don, right? From the mutants. Yeah. The one guy wore the shirt that my name is Rob and my name is Don. And then, <laughs> the one thing that never really translated was, um, was like uh, Frank Miller's made-up slang that he had in the comics for, like, whether they say, like, slice and dice, yeah. and, like, Batman don't shiv and stuff, and it was always very... And here's Bruno, who I just... We get Russian boobs. Well, I, I was thought he was German. Russian. Oh, sorry. Yeah, German, German. German boobs with the... Uh, sorry. Yes, the swastika the Nazis, leads to... Uh, yeah, the Nazi swastikas, right? The color scheme, though, led me to uh, and Russian... And it's really, it's really uh, implied that the Joker is actually fucking Bruno in the comic books and stuff yeah. like that. Like, she's the Joker's girlfriend. Which is weird, because the Joker's been in a catatonic stupor for, like, 30 years, or, like, the 10-year period that there was no... I remember reading this sequence in the comic book, and just the way it was drawn, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. The first time I read it, because it's like... I don't know that. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, this happens where it was, like, this old lady was complaining about the... Uh, Cost of liquor. Yeah, the cost of liquor. <laughs> and then all of a sudden starts beating the crap out of everybody. And I was like, what? And then it took me a second to realize, oh wait, that's Batman in, in a disguise. Yeah. Fuck, Batman's good. Knew exactly where to throw it so that gun would never work. God, I wish I was Batman. <laughs> <laughs> really well, comes down your bat. dreams. Yeah. Maybe one day. Batman's <laughs> a scientist. <laughs> and a detective. I love this. It just lives on. And this guy is like Peter Weller, Robocop, and Fant- And that's a, that line straight of the thing when he says. Yeah. That, that was the first time we've heard Batman talk now in part two. Yeah. And it was my first thought in part one once mm-hmm. I heard uh, Batman talk or Bruce Wayne talk. It's like. Not the voice I want. Yeah, it's not Conroy, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a thing. good. Peter Weller was, I it's think, I think still it's, a great job. Yeah. I but mean, it's, it's just like, it wasn't Conroy. <laughs> I think this is one of the first ones where they deviated from that the Batman animated world set of voices where it was, you know, we were used to Mark yeah. Hamill, Kevin Conroy. Ah, I'm not so sure, actually. Because I, year one was before this, right? I, you're in. Comic Land, it was. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean from like the animated. I'm not sure, but I, I remember this is one. In, it, this is one of the first ones, but I think you're right. Maybe your one came first. And like but, under the red hood, has the different voices and yeah, stuff like that. But so. that was the era when, like that, when they were turning it. They over. were turning it right. Yeah, and they hadn't really settled on who they wanted to do what. Yeah, 
But uh, I remember we got uh, John DiMaggio doing a decent Joker yes. in, uh, under the red hood. Yeah, I think. he was very good. I don't think we've had... And I like the Joker's performance in this. Yeah, Michael yeah. Emerson is great doing this like effeminate kind well, of... Well, just soft-spoken Joker. Yeah, and it, it, it's it's really fantastic. Like, like during the, the Tunnel of Love sequence, which yeah. is my favorite sequence in the history of comic books of all time, and they did it justice in this. I, I mean, man, I just... I know you were in disguise, but probably fighting in all those shawls isn't a super advantageous. <laughs> no, it's shawls. Yeah. <laughs> we can't take not off. barefoot. He's not. He's not wearing a mask though. Is the thing right? So you can't actually take his because uh, you'll see him later. He rips yeah, off. I say he is wearing a mask, but not yeah. the Batman. Yeah. This, but when he does take off the mask, I was expecting to see the Batman. I like mask. this sequence. This douchebag. This guy. In re- well, in the actual show, he doesn't slip on a bottle. He actually pushes these people. Because oh wow. we, Yeah, we follow that guy. That guy pops up randomly like three or four times throughout this part. Yeah. Through, well, no, not just the part, but throughout the the, the actual comic, yeah. and he's always this asshole. Like now, this Superman that yeah, probably would not have done that. A, he wouldn't have done that. <laughs> it's, like, it's that bit from uh, Hancock. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Why didn't he yeah. just lift the car? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> it's, just, it's like how many people did Superman just give whiplash, or possibly like like people would have went flying into each other and cracked ribs yeah. and stuff like that when he could have easily just picked up the blind guy and moved him. <laughs> like, not only that, but Superman's supposed to be. Oh God, I love this shot right here, though. Superman's supposed to be incognito at this point. Like we're not supposed to be aware of if he exists and he basically just proved to the world that he does. Yeah. Like that, oh no, it's him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. Just look at this. <laughs> it doesn't even move. <laughs> I love you, Superman. Yeah. Bring oh. in the comedy stuff yeah. as she's just shooting. It's, yeah. It'd be funny to see him just go, just let out this long, drawn-out sigh. Like, yeah. oh. Why do they try? And there's Frank Miller's Batman with no qualms <laughs> pumping, but like punching a defenseless woman in the chin. <laughs> this is a weird Frank Miller thing where he's... Although, you know, I guess the Natsuka pasties alone <laughs> warrants a punch in the face, I guess, right? <laughs> Ariel Winter I thought was really good as... Uh, yeah. she, she's from... Uh, Modern, yeah, so he runs awesome. the mask off and he does, yeah, she, she's from Modern Family. She plays, the, I think, the youngest daughter of Modern Family. Yeah. The Carrie Kelly, uh, Corto Maltese? Yeah. That's the name I recognize. They name drop Corto Maltese in, I never realized it, in the 1989 Batman. Oh, yeah? Yeah, in Tim Miller's, or Tim Miller's chief, my lord, <laughs> terrible man. <laughs> Everybody's a Miller today. Everybody's a Miller. And in fact, Tim Miller. Hey, it's me, I'm the city director of yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Tim oh, Burton Tim Burton's Batman because he says something like like the name drop Corto Maltese because I guess uh, do you remember what scene I'm well it was, Kim, it was Kim Basinger's character because Kim Basinger's character was like a quote unquote photo journalist right, right? and supposedly she covered the war in, oh. Cor- in Corto Maltese so when they're going through like her portfolio right. it like it you know shows what's going on and, and it, there was like Time Magazine, Corto Maltese, War and Corto Maltese. Okay. See, I've been going back a bit, but the first time I ever heard of Corto Maltese was in like season three of Arrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they went to Corto Maltese. I, yeah, because I remember that. I remember, yeah, 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 yeah. They were hiding out in Corto Maltese, and it was like this tropical paradise of some sort, despite <laughs> every. I hate this guy's neck. I'm the mayor, <laughs> yeah, and I am like, not terrified. <laughs> yeah. 
That was so good, though. That was the way Frank Miller drew, drew that guy, though. And then you see Ellen Yindel here, who's dressed like a Star Trek character in a minute. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> she's got, like, the, the weird, like, 80s light. Yeah, she's halfway between Spock and Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's, like, I say she's, like, halfway between, like, Spock and Devo. <laughs> like, <laughs> whip it good. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> With, like, the 80s. Like, hmm. Oh, man. Christian love you, Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, Christian Gordon retiring. Do you think we'll see? Is did I? Is anybody playing Commissioner Gordon in Batman vs Superman? I mean, not that's been announced. Well, I just, not that, I've never not looked at the IMDb. If they're keeping yeah. it in a similar uh, world, similar world, he might be. Retired. Isn't he like seventy in this? Yeah, which I've, is like I've always, well past. Yeah, he's retiring. Yeah, I've right? always yeah, assumed he's in his mid sixties or something. Exactly. I assume I've always assumed that he's. 70-ish yeah year. because he was he was an adult when Bruce was yeah, yeah so because exactly. when Bruce comes back in his prime and he's 30 you always assume that Gordon's like late 40s at late least. 40s early 50s yeah. type of thing he's a vet right like yeah. he was never yeah because he was always like whenever they write it we're bat, whenever they write Batman year one he's always like Lieutenant Gordon right so he's yeah. he has to be have been on the force long enough to be up there but to also yeah yeah because be close yeah to they did the uh, year one and he was voiced by Brian Cranston it was amazing <laughs> yeah oh, Cranston was Cranston was amazing in that one uh, what's his face who's playing Gotham playing Commissioner Gordon on Gotham Ben right McKenzie now. Ben McKenzie from OC, OC. <laughs> he's all right on he's all right on the uh, on Gotham he did Batman in that maybe get Peter Gallagher to play yeah. <laughs> come full circle yeah why like not California Dad. Or get uh, Pat Hindle or whatever, or Pat, Pat Hingle from the, who was Chief Wiggum in the, in the first verse. Oh, I love oh. the Spit Curl. They do it so good. Yeah, the curse, I am American. Yeah. Kurt Swan Spit Curl. Does the yeah. Washington on the rock. It is so great. I love it. Fabio <laughs> Superman. Yeah. It's so great. Oh, I love it, though. He just needs longer hair. Yeah, man. Well, fuck at the back. That nineties never have. Well, you <laughs> that, never should have. That terrible nineties Superman with the, the long hair. God, that was. Tight. <laughs> it always upsets me that the death of Superman. <laughs> he had the mullet. Yeah, exactly. The death of <laughs> Superman and ruined the probably the second greatest Superman story that ever written. <laughs> the first one being Alan Moore's for the man who has everything, but. <laughs> Death of Superman. Lois is clutching Superman as he's dying. Capes blowing in the wind. He's got stupid hair. Oh, he's got, got that Kyle Ren. He's got hair. the hockey hair. <laughs> Looks like Yarmir Yager. Just knock out a couple teeth here, real quick. Yeah, I like this conversation right here, though. Like, I mean, we're talking over it, but this is brilliant stuff right here. Like, just like the way Frank Miller, because they they did this whole thing justice because this happens. And, like, they're planting seeds for why these two hate each other, right? Like, they're yeah. friends, but they're not really... Well, they have ideological differences. Yeah, exactly, right? And and it, and it just... They, they manage... Yeah, they manage to catch that whole thing and just... God, I love Reagan. It's, it kind of ticks me off that people, well. are comparing, <laughs> people are comparing Trump to Reagan. And what? Like, like, Trump can't carry Reagan. Well, because he's a celebrity. Reagan was oh. a celebrity before he became president. Right? Wow, so. that's the most tangential of... Well, it's the wall. They would be the first two, right? Like, if Trump, Trump was a, was a quote-unquote celebrity before he was president, assuming he yeah. becomes president, which... <laughs> Do we want to get political? <laughs> no, I don't want to get political, but, like... I, I mean, there it is. 
Let's keep, keep our politics in yeah, comic Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, we're up here in Canada. I just, I just want to make sure everything's okay down there on the states. That's <laughs> yeah. all. <laughs> Look at Superman, my man. Yeah, just taking out tanks. The, they never really animated the war in Corto Maltese, so they kind of added a little bit there in, in, in the in the for this. And this is uh, David Endocrine was the hell of a name. David Endocrine was the was in the book, and in the book he was obviously supposed to be a David Letterman parody because he had the gap tooth yeah. in the book, but they took away the gap tooth in this. And Conan O'Brien is obviously voicing uh, David Endocrine, which I thought was a nice touch. Joker never uh, met this guy. This is told a little bit out of story to make it a little bit more cinematic because this conversation happens because um, Dark Knight Returns, I think, is like four books long. It's like book one, two, three, and okay. four. And Joker has the conversation with this guy sometime in book one, I think. And then we don't see the Joker again until book three-ish. So that so they would have been something then that should have been part, part, part one, one. But it doesn't fit in part yeah. one. Because in part one, we don't see the Joker until the, until the very end when there he was, wakes up, right? There was a couple of other scenes where you just see like the, the top him, of his yeah, yeah, you see him sitting there. But he's... yeah. But I didn't know it was the Joker. Mm-hmm. I suspected it was possibly the Joker, exactly. but at the same time, I also suspected it might have been um, what, what is it? the other Robin, Jason, or Jason something? Todd. But that's only because I'm not familiar with that. Um, and at that same point, is that did you look Jason it up? Todd not the one that dies? Yeah, he's the yeah. one the Joker beats to death, and they, yeah. which it looked like they're going to reference in the Batman Superman movie because there's those shots of uh, Ben Affleck looking at a. Uh, one of the Robin suits, yeah, and it, and he looks at it, and he's like pissed off, and it look it looks like something was spray painted in it, so maybe the Joker killed Jason Todd and then spray vandalized it, yeah, vandalized the Robin suit, you know, and similar Batman. to some scenes in the, coming up, because yeah, because that's the thing that Batman always does, right? Is Batman in the comic books that's what they're selling you know what the Star Trek, <laughs> like, like look at that, could that be more Star Trek in like yeah. 1980s, the upturned collar, yeah. <laughs> like the um, but um. The thing that Batman's always done is in the comics is Jason Todd dies. He always keeps Jason Todd's suit mm-hmm. in the Batcave to remind him of the time he failed, right? Because yeah. like that's one of the times he failed his yeah as, as the Batman. And, and, and they constantly yeah. bring it up in this. I guess it was in part one where it was always showing the uh, the old Robin suit. Mm-hmm. And they yeah they usually show, yeah and they show I think that yeah they show later you see the. Uh, Talking dolls, man. That always the 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 dolls actually they don't talk in the in the Dark Knight Returns, do they? In the in the movie because in the comics they actually talk to each other and stuff like that, which I thought was weird because it's this fat Humpty Dumpty looking dude yeah. in a baseball. Well, Humpty Dumpty is a Batman doll, and I'm not sure if that's supposed to. No, be. it's not supposed to be Humpty yeah. Dumpty. No, but I, Humpty Dumpty wasn't uh, didn't exist until 2000, I think. They okay. created him in Arkham Asylum, Living Hell, which is a fantastic book. That was also where they created the Great White Shark. Because uh, we go through, he was the POV character in that one. Because he's like he's some Wall Street like Jordan Belfort guy who decided he's like, I know how I'll get out of this like embezzlement charge. I'll plead insanity, and the judge is like, okay, <laughs> click, click like cl- like gavel, and to Arkham you go. <laughs> yeah. The guy gets there and he's like, basically like Joe. I've made a huge mistake. Huge mistake. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> Pick the wrong jurisdiction to plead insanity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
this sequence, like, just Batman beating the shit. Oh, God, fuck. Beat ass, Batman. <laughs> like, look at this. Oh, God, I love it so much. They got Batman that right. is built like a fucking tank. He's like a wrestler in this, in this right? Yeah. yeah. He's like if, if The Undertaker was Batman. And that was just the way Frank Miller. Frank Miller drew him where he's like this huge, yeah. like, root. But, like, the way they animated him moving, I was just like, yeah, that's how he would do it, Where he moves like, yeah, he's like a wrestler, right? He just, oh, God. Yeah. Fuck, I love this. I'm trying not to, like, fall into the trap of just watching. <laughs> not right now, but just, it's tough, man. Just watching Batman beat ass is just yeah. one of my favorite things on, to do. Yeah, I know that the cops are after you, Batman, and everything, but do you really think they're your priority right now? Well, he's trying to, he's well, he's trying to get into, into the, building, the building, right? And yeah. he's got to go through the cops. Does he, though? Well, Theoretic- yeah, theoretically, he could just He probably off. could have found a better point to yeah. enter. <laughs> You have to assume that he never, uh, he doesn't know playing about buildings, but yeah, you gotta take some liberties, right? Because it's like... Oh, I was wrong. I definitely thought he was wearing another... Maybe he did in the first one. He did in the first part. He definitely did. I swear he was wearing them. Maybe they took it out for this one because they knew we were going to see Superman later and they didn't want to have the... I know it's the 80s and Joker's bringing back the shoulder pads. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 absolutely is. This bit right, all right there, that shot right there of the Joker pulling back the curtain with his head up, Frame right, like right out of the comic, like that was like probably one of my from favorite. The pages. Yeah, absolutely torn from the headlines, if you will, hmm. Law and Order style. But I mean, they just took that and just like, oh god, look, look at Batman just whooping ass. Uh, like I really like that they the, the scene with uh, where they showed Affleck in in the latest trailer where he beat those guys up in the dock. Yeah. And it was like this. And it was like... Yeah, it was like in the first part when he's chasing the mutants and like reaching through the floor. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so good. But like, that's Batman to me. It's him like... like Sneaking around. Yeah, him sneaking sneaking around and then thugs are like, you know, in some Scooby-Doo. Where is he? Yeah. They're in some like Scooby-Doo ghost town, like whipping and weird. Yeah, yeah, and they're all they're all like proud of themselves because they're all together and they've been gone, so they progressively get more and more (laughs) unhinged and desperate. And just like the video games, right? Where it's just... Yeah, like Arkham Asylum, like going back to that series. Because you played it, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) So, oh, yeah, of course, because I remember you're talking about the Arkham Knight. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so during that, when you were playing Batman, were you constantly sneaking around trying to take people out all in a stealthy way? Or did you just go right in and just wail on people? Well, I like that's what I like about those games is they they allowed you to do both. Like, there'd be sequences where it's like, Okay, here's a big ass room with conveniently placed Batman sized gargoyles and vents yeah. <laughs> for you to sneak around and take out the guys one by one if you want. But then sometimes you're going to get to a place where, hey, there's 20 guys in this room and you've got nowhere to hide. So get in there and just beat ass, right? It's just. Yeah. That was the way I played it was I'm going to sneak around. And yeah. it was basically the second where it's like, I fucked up. They're all on me. Just start beating ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Use all your gadgets. Hey, boys, here's my fist. Yeah. <laughs> and you get to think, like, man, you're Batman games. And I think it took like 30 years to get a good Batman game because like when, when you think back to like Superman 64 <laughs> right? Oh, How terrible it was. was. I'm like, oh man. I think they added that. I don't remember the Joker. I can't remember. Did he? Oh, I know he gassed the people. I can't remember if he actually took the, <laughs> the coffee mug and like smashed his neck. Which yeah. is actually the first of two times in the Warner Brothers animated universe where the Joker killed somebody with a broken glass because he did it in Joe DiMaggio's, yeah. uh, or John DiMaggio's, uh, 
guy did it to Black Mask's men. He's like, can I have a glass of water? <laughs> Gave him a glass and smashed it and killed both of them. They killed all the Batman. Yeah. So with this gas, um, yeah. is this where uh, Batman 89, uh, where it was pulling it from? I, I assume so. Well, because, I mean, the Joker, they, there was always the great, the, the killing joke, and there's always the great Joker story called The Laughing Fish, where the Joker gave the fish the smile, but that's a good question. I don't know if this is one of the first instances of the smile X gas. The smile X gas. Yeah, that's a good well, point. They reference it in this like they've seen it before. Yeah. I can't remember, because Cesar Romero would always poison the water supply and stuff in the... Uh, yeah. Batman 66. In, in Batman 66, but I don't remember anybody getting poisoned and then having the, yeah. the, the rictus grin. It's basically like a nerve toxin, right? That's yeah. what you're inclined to believe. Mm-hmm. VX poison gas. I gotta get Nick Cage on the case. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of amusing that uh, yes, okay, Batman's going in there and wailing on the cops, yeah. but he's not actively killing them. No, and they are shooting to kill. <laughs> yeah, well, because that was the thing. Ellen Yindel took like Commissioner Gordon's. That was how Ellen Yindel became commissioner, and this was she promised to take down the Batman or yeah. something like that. And because Gordon obviously was like. Batman's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we, we enjoy his help very much. And then Ellen Yindel was like... Took a hard line against it. Yeah, it took a hard line against him. Yeah. Yeah. Much, much like another comb-haired figure who's taking hard stances <laughs> down south. All right. <laughs> As I date this, this particular podcast. I was really expecting Batman to say, you're not fired. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> that's right. And he would say that in the comics too, like the, in in books like three and four, when Carrie Kelly really becomes his sidekick, he would say constantly say, "Do it or you're fired." Right? Yeah. And, and well, and, said like yeah, three or four three or times, times through this yeah, really uh, through this video. Oh, it was fantastic! And then here here we have the actual war in Corvo Maltese. In Corvo Maltese, in the comics, all that really happened was you knew Superman was cleaning up, but you don't get a lot of action. Yeah. And a missile gets launched, and then we'll see later. Superman has to stop the missile. And Superman, do what are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, it certainly seems like Superman is killing. Superman, no! Yeah, it certainly seems like he's actually killing people. Right? I mean, he did just throw uh, yep. one plane. Into oh, he's just straight plane. up wrecking fools here. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, aircraft carrier, so, just break you in half. Yeah, when he breaks these aircraft carriers yeah. in half, like everybody can swim, and they're so, they're all fine. You was, yeah, you assume, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, like, he did throw one Nobody plane. was in the line of fire yeah. for that I-beam. <laughs> Even if he did. At least Superman, at this point, has a the excuse of, I'm in the middle of a war. There's casualties in a war. And yeah. if I can, I'm Superman and I'm trying to minimize said said casualties. Oh, well, he's definitely America's Superman in this one. Yeah, yeah. and he's it's it's not Kyle Escorts. Little, yeah. here we meet Selena Kyle, who is, because it's Frank Miller who wrote this, she's running a whorehouse. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting because I'm really like a movie and a half, like a part and a half into yeah. this series, and I'm like, Frank Miller, good for you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> no whores yet. Yeah. Oh, there it is. There it Catwoman is. and Frank Miller. Frank Miller wrote Year One, and Year One, she's prostitute. Like Catwoman's yeah. a prostitute. Yeah. So it was always. Well, yeah. I mean, that I, one just, is like I don't know. I love this effeminate Joker with the mind control lipstick and other yep. nonsense, and just when he walked in, it was like, hi, Simi. That was just so, like, that was a great line read by Michael Emerson. It was just so creepy and Joker-esque, and it was just... Like a Truman Capote-esque. Yeah, it was just... I absolutely know. Oh, God, I love it. 
this creepy joker. And Selena Kyle, who has also let herself go a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Madam Selena, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Madam Kyle. Madam <laughs> Kyle. Yeah. The showbiz Madam, if you will. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I love that they kept the hair, like the crazy hair in the news. I can't remember, does the woman who has the shirt that says all this and brains too yes. or something yeah, like yeah. that? <laughs> Classic Frank Miller. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Oh, yeah. God. She's got that Marge Simpson hair. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Kind of the inspiration for Marge Simpson, maybe. <laughs> Probably not, but... <laughs> well, she merged in... Although, I guess they would have had, like... A few years. 1989, but, they, yeah, they probably had... Uh, the shorts already. Yeah, some shorts and some other stuff. Yeah. This happened in the book as well, where they had the, the congressman... Uh, they didn't... Uh, set up, but I think that happened in book two because again they're switching stuff to to tell maybe tell it a little more cinematically, which I'm fine with. The one thing that they cut out, hey black guy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the one thing that they cut out, they got one. <laughs> got one. I was gonna say the one thing that they cut out from this completely is the Dark Knight Returns is told completely like through Batman's mind. And Superman's mind a little bit, too. So you get the voiceover. Uh, the narration. The narration of Batman saying, you know, stuff. So you're inside Batman's mind the entire time. And they had to cut this out. They Obviously, they had to make a decision to cut it out, right? And I think it helped it. Honestly, I'm not sure. Because I remember when I turned on part one for the first time. Because in part one, it opens with, much like it did in the book, with Batman in, the in like, the drag race or like the, they're basically doing like Gotham's version of the Monte Carlo street race yeah. right? and Batman saying stuff like she can go faster and then you know and like and the car tells him like you can't go faster and Batman like rips out the like fail safe yeah Bruce rips out the fail safe so he can go faster and then yeah. as he's flipping in the air he goes like this would be a bad death or this would be a good death I can't remember or something like that but oh it was Batman in it was me <laughs> it was it was me the whole time <laughs> I recognize that shit anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. God, last chords. <laughs> the crimson chin. <laughs> <laughs> what was that from again? Fairly odd, Paris. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the best bit they never did of that on that show was uh, they brought there was a one wish that he made that brought back the crimson chin from every era and they had like the nineties one with like the mullet and everything <laughs> really <laughs> like the garage one with guns and like the cable bullet straps oh, across God. his chest. <laughs> like, fuck, oh, that's great. <laughs> and then we get Wonder Woman, yeah, quote unquote. Sort Wonder of, Woman. yeah. He dressed her up like Wonder Woman. That's just, <laughs> that's just rude. Yeah. Uh, I know. It's it's but like you buy it. Like the Joker would do that, man. He's an insane bastard. There that's was my a, fetish. Well, there was the line in uh, <laughs> yes, that's the thing, right? Catwoman and Wonder Woman. Yeah, sold. <laughs> like, imagine if he like because he kisses her later, right? Imagine if he was like Just opens the car reveals her, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like there's stalls there though. Like, like those are definitely yeah. fuck stalls, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, and they just have a curtain, right? So technically, if you went, there could easily be somebody else in the stall next to you. Not a lot of privacy. That I always thought was badass when they. Uh, this bit was really good in the where she can't get the harness right, and then he catches her. And the voiceover, probably one of the best voiceovers, when he catches her, he goes, 
she doesn't make a sound. And then he, like, when he catches her, he goes, good soldier, good soldier. And the voiceover, and it was just like, yeah, woo! <laughs> yeah. Good, yeah, they actually put it in his voice, right? Like, he, yeah. he, he thinks it where he goes, like, you know, she, like, she nearly dies, but she doesn't make a sound. Good soldier, good soldier. This bit, and they changed this. Um, and they do show the Joker giving away the cotton candy to the little Boy Scouts and whatnot in the, yeah. book, in the comic book. And when Batman gets there later, you see them all laying on the ground. So the Joker killed, like, a dozen children. They, they took that out. And this, I don't know, I guess, look, maybe even a little too gruesome for a little the too animated. Dark for, a little uh, too dark for the animated, maybe. but uh, For the WB. <laughs> but, I mean, this is... You know, they, they do have... <laughs> like, they, like, yeah, I know, but this, this is PG-13, right? You take yeah. a hard stance when you kill children. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and, I mean, it can be implied all you want. Because I was thinking that too. I'm like, why is he just giving these kids cotton candy? They never reference it again. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, there's probably more appear to that there. Yeah, in, in the book, he definitely... Uh... <laughs> and apparently this guy had such great technology in his talking dolls that they're able to react to the other dolls dying. Like, why isn't this guy a millionaire? Why is he building yeah. bombs with a joker? <laughs> it's a Doc Ock theory, right? Where Doc Ock's like, <laughs> I built these four mechanical arms that would revolutionize the construction industry and make me millions. Yet I won't patent and sell them. <laughs> right. yeah, like, it's, it's more like the I will, I will, Yeah, I will go into like I will go into. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go rob a bank. Yeah, Where gonna, is my super yeah, suit? I'm gonna rob banks so that I can build my. What, what would he want? The build cold fusion reactor or yeah. something, right? To finance my. Ah oh, man, I love this this line here. Oh, that's a great line read by Michael Emerson. Are you? I believe he said "fucking no" in the. I feels. Are you out of your fucking mind in the comic? If I remember correctly, I would. But like the Joker with the thing in his eye, yeah, the batarang in his eyeball. Yeah, Frank Miller, I think, was the first guy to be like to to make it where they they were like um, knives. No, but we call them ninja stars. Shurikens, shurikens, yeah, where they were like shurikens, right? And uh, look at like I mean, look at this though. The Joker just. And I love that he took the two out of his shoulder, but not out of his eye. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, kept the one in his eye. He's like, well, I already can't see. Yeah, that eye's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Wildly firing. Yeah. He's getting a lot of bullets out of this gun. <laughs> Joker. <laughs> I thought about that yeah. as well. They do at least end it at some point, but yeah. it's got one hell of a magazine yeah. for a pistol. <laughs> well, and there was that good bit in the first part where... Um, there's the noise on the floor above the thugs. Yeah. And they all fire up into it. And then when Batman appears below them, they're out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, uh, this Funhouse, Funhouse Mirrors bit, I can't tell you how much they got this right. Just the Joker missing wildly with it in the mirrors. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then Batman busts through and just starts beating. Wailing on him. Oh, God. Joker's actually doing not too bad. Yeah. This shot right here where he's just like firing blindly and he actually clips him. Oh, God. Yep. Despite the many, many bullets that are fired at Batman during <laughs> yeah. the course of this, that one gets him. <laughs> and the Joker right here just completely misses. Point <laughs> <laughs> yeah. blank. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> just, well, he ricocheted off the thing and he was just like, boy, that's unlucky. <laughs> I guess I hit him. There was a bit that they that they took out where the kid go where Batman walks... You know, like the Joker takes off, and then the Batman starts slowly walking towards him, and the kid goes, 
kick his ass, Batman. And then he goes, watch the language, son. <laughs> Something like that, because it was just a total... Like... Oh, look at this perv. <laughs> yeah. We assume. I assume. He's, he built he those is. talking dolls. He's got all the familiar yeah. symptoms of a pederast, I'm just going to say. This is actually more gruesome than the way they killed him in the comic books. Now, like, this why. is pretty fucking grim, don't yeah. yeah, like, this is terrible, and they show the... I mean, they show this, but they don't show the kids, like, just laying there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you gotta draw the line somewhere. I love the Joker here. This is so good. <laughs> Some diehard shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he would do this. He's the Joker, yeah. right? Like... And now he's got <laughs> and the guy's gun. already dead. He's got a new set of 40 bullets, apparently. Right? Yeah. He's got, but, like, a new gun, and he's got all the extra ammo for yeah. it. <laughs> But I mean, like, like this is like, look at this, like this is. You're dead. Oh, you, you're dead. Watch him here, though. He shoots this guy, and then he kicks her, and I'm like, oh my god, like, because like all this nonsense, because like, like, look at this. This is so randomly chaotic, right? He knows how this ends. Yeah, it's totally the Joker, and just he's like, my bad, bad, stuff like that. Whoops, sorry. Excuse me. Like he doesn't kill some people, but does kill others, and it's just like, because it totally. It absolutely justifies what Batman's about to do, right? Where he's just like, where he's just like, this is the final straw, right? He's like this because he says later, he goes, "No more," right? And it's just Batman's just like had enough, right? I always love those things where they imply that Batman, because the Joker will say stuff like, because the Batman, like Peter Weller, has a right there, no more. Where Peter Weller has a great line where he says, "You know, all those people at." Yeah. Like, they put it in his voice, and, and it was in his head in the comics where he said, all the people I let murdered, or I've murdered by, like... By just it, letting Joker live. Live, yeah. And he, it, there's always this really cool bit where, in the comics, where they imply that Batman's memorized the name of every person the Joker's ever killed. Like, he's just cataloged it to be like... These just, are my failures. Yeah. God, this is so good. Because, I mean, I think this happened at the end of, like, Book two-ish, I think. Really? I think, well, I think, I, maybe it was book three, because the Superman stuff is definitely the end of book four. Mm-hmm. It's told slightly out of order, but I mean, it's great, because you get the three, you get three different Batman stories in The Dark Knight, right? Yeah. Yeah, you I get, also forgot that this isn't the end of this. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it's built up it to be Because it certainly feels like it, Yeah. I thought it was over, but then it just, you know, it keeps going on. Yeah. I remember when I read that, I, the first time I read Dark Knight, when Batman, when it makes like the, when it makes the snap sound, yeah. I remember going like, oh my God. <laughs> like, like I remember thinking, did he do it? Did he do it? Yeah. And then the Joker, like, and then Frank Miller, like, lets Joker sit there for like three, four, five, six frames. And then he goes paralysis you pussy basically <laughs> like that right and you're like oh my god he didn't kill him right it was just, it was played so perfectly by frank miller and then uh yeah just this whole conversation is so good Ugh. now we're just watching yeah. <laughs> like, it's so good we're just we're it's, just watching it's hard I not to. yeah because it's so uh, good I don't remember the last time I said something <laughs> it's so fucking good it just and the Joker <sighs> breaking his own neck in the because uh, I remember I think book three ends it's either book two or book three ends it ends exactly like this where the Joker snaps his own neck and then Bruce 
sits next to him, and you get kind of a POV of his eyes, and they slowly close, and he kind of passes out, and then book two... Yeah. I think book two ends, and then book three starts with yes. Ellen, yeah, Ellen, Yindel, and, and everybody and again, coming out of the cave. Having not read yeah. uh, The Dark Knight Returns, mm-hmm. uh, and not knowing how much of this uh, is left, I thought that was the end, and I thought that Batman was then going to sit down next to the Joker and mm-hmm. die, and just bleed out. <laughs> that bit was so good where he spits on the Joker. Some people don't like that because they, they, th- they feel like Batman would never be disrespectful to the dead, even the Joker. And I always love that he spit on the Joker because to me, I'm like, he hated this fucking guy, right? Like, he's just like, even though you're dead, fuck you. And in the comic, and like, they never added it, but in the voiceover, it was so good where he goes, I waste a second saying goodbye to the Joker. And then it's just, and he spits in his face and you're like, yes, Batman, fuck that guy, right? Oh, God. <laughs> and then he burns him. Yeah. Fuck the police. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Batman. Yeah. These guys. Straight out of Gotham. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing. Once once this started happening, uh, when I was watching it, I thought Batman had snapped <laughs> and gone off the rails. Yeah. And he's like, are you just going to start killing all the cops? Cops, just yeah. Definitely. yeah. <laughs> Did the Joker truly get to you? Yeah. You are now both Batman and Joker. Mm-hmm. This I thought was always cool because it was always weird to see Batman hold a gun. Yeah. In the, in the, in the uh, oh yeah, and he can't fire it. Yeah, <laughs> and he misses right because you figure Batman's good at everything, <laughs> but like, he, like, but he misses and he's like, damn it, <laughs> <Right>? like, <laughs> so clumsy. Yeah, he just hates guns so much that like it takes him two or three shots. Although he's also, <laughs> stop laughing. Oh. That was. Straight so good. Yeah. Oh god, that was so. Was that like that was lifted that right frame? That frame of the Joker burning and then still having the smile through the flames was 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 not was it was a frame in the in the book and oh. I can't tell you how much they got right in this. It was just oh god. This I remember is a lot shorter. They made this a little like his escape from the tunnel of love. They made it a little more cinematically here, where it, basically you see him fire at the thing and then he gets out and Robin ropes him and carries him away. They added this bit here where they're shooting at him and you see him running. But I, but again, I like it because you get to see how he moves and how it later. Yeah. And, you know, it is cinematically. It, it, it is, they make it a little more cinematic, right? Because you don't want to just be like, okay, Batman gets out. Like yeah. in the comics, they, they'd be like, on to the next one. This whole thing straight from the comic too where she goes, property damage. And then the thing's just programmed to blow up the, the cars and stuff just yeah. to intimidate everybody. Yeah. Donate for the people and yeah. around them. Yeah. If they're smart, they'll stop. You made me bleed my own blood. Yeah. <laughs> this bit I always had a tough time in the comic book with, but I'm just like, why nitpick stuff, right? Where <laughs> Carrie Kelly's Robin, who is trained, but is barely trained. She's yeah. not a she's not a seasoned Robin at this point. Yeah. Not like in DK3, where she's basically Batman. Yeah. And Batman's saying stuff like she's better at this than I'll ever than I ever was. And I'm just like, oh, but uh, it was always tough for me to believe that she lassoed uh. <laughs> Batman and lifted him up when he's probably like 500 pounds of armor and human mass, right? Well, she's not lifting him. True. It's, uh, it's tied kind of the plane, the but yeah. It's the top of. Yeah, that is what it is, right? Yeah. Batman's leaving a lot of blood behind, and nobody, yes. thought, nobody thought to pick it up and analyze the Also blood. spit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, he, no he set the Joker on fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not recovering that. Yeah, fair, fair. You're not recovering that bodily fluid, yeah, but yeah. this stuff. But the amount of blood, yeah. absolutely. 
I just assume that, but they, they collected the blood, but Batman, like, computer hacked the records and destroyed <laughs> the blood, <laughs> like, tampered with the evidence in some sort of way. Because he's the Batman. They probably don't have Bruce Wayne's blood, like, DNA on, right? Why would that? True. He injects yeah. something into the blood, it's just like, yeah. whatever, just make it different. Fuck, I love Alfred. Also, it was the 80s, was DNA sequencing around. You know what? <laughs> DNA, like, and it's interesting, because, like, the best show that's going on TV right now is... The People versus O.J. Simpson. Yeah. That was the one... That was, like, the early 90s, and the O.J. trial was one of the first times DNA evidence was used. And it, 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 the uh, O.J. trial was kind of what introduced it to the lexicon of society. Of yeah, like, yeah, whoa, yeah. DNA? Like, stuff like that. Well, that's what I'm wondering. So if this takes place, like, you know, seven or eight years earlier... Earlier, yeah. yeah. It's possible so that they wouldn't even consider it. Yeah, Batman could still leave blood behind at the scene. Of and the cops would be like, well, we got all this blood. Yeah. <laughs> Shucks. <laughs> that was the, uh, the, what was it? Uh, oh, who had that great bit where he goes, uh, I think it was John Mulaney had the great bit where he said, like, how did they die to find stuff before they had DNA? Like, did they go, hey, we found some blood. Gross. Clean it up. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. This is, uh, not Barbara Gordon, but uh, what's her face? Because in year Sarah. one, Sarah, Sarah Essen, yeah, thank you. Sarah Essen, because in uh, year one, Sarah Essen's his partner, yeah. and he ends up cheating on, like, Gordon ends up cheating on his wife because it's, again, written by Frank Miller, and men are, are horrible people. Yeah. Uh, Gordon cheats on his wife with Sarah Essen and then gets divorced, and now in Dark Knight Returns, he's clearly married to Sarah Essen. Interesting little tidbit mm. of. I've learned so much today. <laughs> it's been straight, yeah, <laughs> straight out of the comic, right, right yeah. in the bomb shelter in the full suit. Oh, no, check me out in my space suit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I will see you all soon. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> it looks like birth of the love of God, sir. There are two seats. <laughs> I like to put my feet out. <laughs> this bit was... This was interesting for me to watch. Straight out of the comics, yeah. All this stuff with Superman and the and the war, I yeah. honestly, because again, I haven't read it, mm-hmm. I don't follow Superman and all yeah. that, but it reminded me, or it just made me think of uh, The Watchmen with yeah. Doc Manhattan. A little bit, yeah. Well, yeah that's very, what I was saying. Very, very, well, because both were written in the He's middle. He's a nuclear detective. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. But, like, but it's something like there, it's just like, oh, there's a, there's a nuclear warhead coming. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, you're... I'm going to just put you off yeah. into the Well, yeah, sun. I mean, Doc Manhattan could just unexist it. Yeah, that's <laughs> true, just, right? Yeah, Soup's actually asked there. to lift it up. <laughs> yeah, Doc Manhattan can turn it into butterflies. Yeah. Right? yeah. But, like, this all happened where Superman's got to stop the missile, and this is where the voiceover, missing the voiceover kind of sucked, because Superman had some great dialogue, in- internal dialogue, as he's trying to move the missile, yeah. where he says stuff like, He's like, if I'm weak, 20 million people die. I can't be weak. I have to be strong and stuff like that. And then he lifts it up and into space and blows it up. And apparently Corto Maltese is like Puerto Rico because it's like right <laughs> off the coast of Gotham, apparently. Yeah. Oh, it's right off the coast. I mean, it was high enough in the air. Yeah. But yeah, it's probably some sort of <laughs> U.S. territory. It's really sick because like, they're fighting over... Yeah, it's like Guam or Puerto Rico, yeah, exactly. right? Where they're like... Puerto Rico... <laughs> And Wayne Manor is done. Yeah, everything everything went out. This bit suits don't go out like this. Yeah, this sequence was always crazy in the in the, in the book because this happened where you saw like because there's the one big shot that right there. Yeah. There's that shot of Superman and he's skinny all of a sudden yeah. and you're like, why did that happen? Yeah. And then like this is him getting struck by lightning. I remember that happened in the comic and. Uh, 
like I don't know, it's very it's very much like a Led Zeppelin video <laughs> that sequence. Yeah, yeah, it's heavy yeah. metal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little heavy metal. Yeah, last. I definitely <laughs> Although, went to heavy metal. For was this. heavy metal heavy metal didn't come out till eighty eight though, I don't think. So No. I it, it think. feels like a product of the seventies. Yeah, or the eighties. Yeah, the comic had been around though. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, true. The movie. The though. movie may not. This bit the magazine. Had I been never around. got that fully in the comic. I never got this fully in the comic. So this actually helped explain it to me. Oh yeah, no. Where he's you absorbing the photosynthesis. Yeah. It was it was drawn weirdly. I got that. I thought yeah. that was genius. Oh, it was drawn weirdly. <laughs> oh, so it's, not, it's it's half photosynthesis, but yeah. also sunflowers can absorb a lot of nuclear radiation yes. as well. And yeah. so for like nuclear um, mm. disarmament, like the sunflowers, like the international logo for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was bro- Yeah, I got that bit. But in the comic, it was weirdly drawn where, uh, like it, it's just the way they show where Superman puts his hand on the flower. And then everything kind of kind of fades, yeah. like he's absorbing the sunlight for power and 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 whatnot. So that actually helped explain that to me because the way it was drawn in the comics, I just never got it. I'm sure other people did. clearly other people did because they, yeah. they got it. So the way it was drawn, it confused me. But again, I'm not a bright individual, so <laughs> it's a convenient landing place. Yeah, I just I, I so when I saw that, I, I you know the wheels in my head finally turned, and I was like, oh, that's fucking brilliant. And then I was. I got what I misunderstood in the comic book yeah. for like a decade. It took me watching this in like 2007 <laughs> so, or something. This is my Bruce Wayne where he loses half his blood and is passed out, but as soon as he wakes up, he knows exactly what's going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From very few clues. Yeah, he's just figured it out, right? The uh, This movie came out the same year as Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Returns Part 2. Uh, yeah. Did it really? So, would you say that Dark Knight Rises was the second best Batman movie to come out in 2011, I think it was? I mean, yeah. Because I think I would. I think I would put this above. I, I like Dark Knight Rises with you know, with all of its insane plot holes and whatnot. I still love Dark Knight Rises, but... Hmm. Do the line, Pierce. Do the line. Where's the trigger? Yeah. Where's the trigger? Batman Why on the horse. Where is it? But this was the first time. This is the first time they ever had Batman on a horse, which never occurred to me that it could be a thing. Yeah, man. And the really? second, the second half, <laughs> I know. But this and it, it brings it full circle to Zorro too, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Where, like, because Zorro was the movie he saw when his parents get killed in most iterations. Definitely in this one. Yeah. And then Batman's on a horse, right, and just riding into the night to save the day. I just I remember the the, the one page spread. He had he, he did a full page cover spread of Batman on a horse and Carrie Kelly was riding behind him and I was just like it took me forever to realize that Batman could ride a horse and I was like why aren't we always getting Batman riding a horse right like it comes in here like a general yeah I remember reading a couple of comics where he's on like Thanissera yeah with a horse or oh yeah definitely because he would know how to ride right he's he's Batman well there was the whole bit earlier where like him and Superman were talking over the pasture (laughs) yeah yeah I love this when he says, like, these are loud and clumsy and the weapons of the enemy and stuff like that. <laughs> just snaps, it. Yeah. snaps a shotgun, which... When he's talking about, like, I'll teach you how to use these. And yeah. It's like, you're going to look like a badass ninja guy throwing these into... Not some pussy with a shotgun. Anybody can buy a shotgun. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to... The sons of Batman. And then Batman decides to say a line along the lines of the Joker. It's just like, glum... Yeah. Or glums. Guns... It's not personal. Now a knife. Get well, right basically, yeah, any sort of dystopian future of Batman or Superman, there's always like a team of Batman. <laughs> yes, that's true. Because <laughs> they did that in Red Sun too, and I liked it a lot. But it was kind of like their brainwashed sort of. Well, these well, it, it, 
in this one, it was just the mutants, right? The, yeah, mutants, yeah. the mutants who watched. Yeah, no, I like that they did it in this yeah. as well. And I mean, See, there's that douchebag yeah. again. Like, that guy, I don't think uh, Frank Miller gave him a name, but he was like an idiot who... Oh, probably not. They would be interviewing him, and he would... Uh, well, that was a thing at the time, too. That was in Watchmen, too. There were a bunch of recurring characters that you just recognized, but you had no idea who they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, people, like the dude at the newsstand, newsstand and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. But I mean, he was. But he was like a dick, right? And like, like that dude with the shaved sides. He was a dick, and like he he pushed that old blind dude in front of the. Uh, he was doing all these weird psychotic things, and just nobody. Yeah, nobody caught him, right? And then at the end, at the end of this sequence, Bat, you'll see him. He's around, like they've got him yeah. handcuffed and stuff. Yeah. Like look at this. Look at Batman. Look at this badass. Fuck! I love that shit. Maybe y'all heard of me. <laughs> yeah. Coming in on I was like, okay, Rico has been on a horse for like eight minutes now, and she's like running fools down and lasso. Yeah. <laughs> she's a natural. Also, this guy knows how to ride one a horse. Yeah, <laughs> one apparently knows how to... So yeah, see, there's that guy, Batman, like, basically. <laughs> wrecks him. Yeah, he's like, now you're in the hospital for the rest of your life. That, it didn't really, uh, it didn't really weigh... I mean, that's when Batman does that. But that guy was just like this weird weasel guy who did like a bunch of terrible things to people. And then when you get to book the end of book three, when this is going on, and Batman punches him in the face, and then you see him handcuffed, you're like, yes, fuck yes. And Batman doesn't even know who this guy is. He just sees him acting like a dick during the riot. So, like, he... This is my Gordon. Yeah. Pulling people together. Yeah. Everyday heroes. Yeah. This is his last thing, too, right? Because in, in, this happens somewhere... I can't remember if it's book two or book three that this happens. And then you never see... I, I want to see book two... And then you don't see Commissioner Gordon for the rest of book three and book four. And the, like, so this is kind of well, his I mean, until swan song. From how this ends, it makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah. this is kind of his swan song. Because, like, the thing is... He's been retired for, like, two days now. Yeah. This whole <laughs> yeah. thing... Yeah. This whole Shit thing... Going wrong. <laughs> this whole thing is supposed to be, like, Batman's last story, right? Like, this is supposed to be... Even though, like, he did Dark Knight Strikes Again, which is kind of a sequel. And he's doing Dark Knight 3, Master Race, which is definitely a sequel. Yeah. Um, this was when when Frank Miller wrote it. It was kind of be like this is like the coda. Yeah, this, this is, is the this final is, chapter. This is the final chapter of of Batman's because you don't close Dark Knight Returns and be like, you know, then like, what happens? Well, you don't close it and, and be like, well, next month he'll be fighting the Riddler. Yeah, you know? exactly, <laughs> like, yeah. And it's just the like, Penguin's up to his old tricks. Yeah, it's like, hey, the Penguin and Riddler are teaming up. I gotta go take those guys. Riddler, down. Man, it's like, Batman. It's <laughs> like he, he 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 beats. He comes out of retirement. To beat the mutant, right? Like to beat the mutant, who's like the new hot guy on the block, right? He yeah. beats the mutant leader, and then he his old nemesis, the Joker, comes to town. Oh well, yeah, and, he gets a lot of publicity for beating the mutant. Yeah, so and, as a result, Superman and Joker come back. Yeah, and then Superman and Joker come back, and then he's got to beat his you know arch nemesis, the Joker, and then all that's left to deal with now is Superman, right? I did like the bit we were talking over it when this just dude is like, what, is it Gestapo? Yeah. The one who just like kicks him was like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> I'm suing you. Yeah. Try. <laughs> yeah, so I went in the Watching as she does nothing. <laughs> she realizes. He's too good. <laughs> you know, in Dark Knight, uh, in DK3, which is out now, we're three issues deep in DK3. Um, spoiler alert if you haven't read DK3 yet. Nope. For those listening. Maybe plug your ears for a minute. <laughs> Ellen Yindel's in it. 
Mm-hmm. And she's like veteran Ellen Yindel now, where she, she's like how, because I'd say Bruce is supposed to be like in his 70s now in, in yeah. DK3. Okay. He's got a crutch. He's walking around with. It's Batman Beyond Battle. Well, yeah, he's, he's walking around with a crutch right now, and, and he's talking about how. And you hear his voiceover, and he says stuff like, I want to go out there. Because like, Carrie Kelly keeps telling him, you got to get out there, boss. You know, they need you. And he's like. Oh, yeah, and she's probably like in the 30s, right? Yeah, yeah. she's in her prime right now. Yeah. And he Funny says, because well, he says stuff like, she's better than I ever was, right? Yeah. And. And, uh, but it shows him like, it shows him getting ready for the thing. And, but in, in his voice, he's in his head, he's saying stuff like, truth be told, I want to get out there. I just can't do it. I'm a liability. I'd get her killed and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And he's like, she'd be too busy worrying about me instead of the mission. And it would get her killed. And then it would be my fault and stuff like that. You know what you need? Terry McGinnis. Yeah. Well, technically, yeah. yeah basically. Carrie Kelly is yeah, Terry exactly. McGinnis. Yeah. Although, if Carrie Kelly bumped into somebody, like, oh my god, what if Carrie Kelly bumps into Terry McGinnis and then Carrie Kelly and Terry McGinnis are a thing? Somebody write that story, for the love of God. Like, the Carrie Kelly, Robin, and Terry McGinnis in, in future Neo Gotham or whatever. Good lord, somebody give me that. I might have to. There you go. Yeah. All there, it's all this in brains. Yeah, straight out of the comic. You let her wear that on TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, nowadays you actually yeah. would have uh, yeah. news shows where that well, we've got naked spread. news and yeah. stuff like that. that, like, that I saw, I, and I recorded it. And when you guys come up, we'll we'll watch it because it is so hilariously bad. But Rogers Channel Ten and Barry up here in Canada, we've got like I'm sure, and in the states, you've got public access and stuff like that. But up here, it's it's basically Channel Ten, all the local places in Ontario, London, Barry, Waterloo, Toronto. Yeah. They've all got things. Oh, okay, hold on. I'll come back to this story because we need to acknowledge Ollie Queen, the one-armed bandit, the green motherfucking arrow who just... They, they did an episode of Legends of Tomorrow, Rob. Yeah. I don't know if you watched that recently. No. They did an episode last week where they went into F- Star City in the future and all and Stephen Amell showed up and he only had one arm. And he had the beard. And he had the beard. Yeah, he had the green arrow beard. And, uh, but like when he only had one arm, like they get one shot and Stephen Amell's standing there with one arm and I, I literally made like a, oh! <laughs> like, like I made like an audible, like just this utterance, this utterance of pure joy. That, like, it's just like, oh! A little quick six to midnight. Yeah. Although they added, uh, I kind of, I kind of hated it. I kind of hated in the show that they said. That they explained. That. They explained how he missed his arm. How he's missing his arm. Uh, Deathstroke's son, the Ravager, Grant Wilson, basically claimed he cut his cut his arm off, and I wanted them to leave it ambiguous. That way, I could pretend in my head like the events of the Dark Knight Returns happened or could happen in the Berlanti verse, right? Like, because yeah, this is so good. They got this like this straight out of yeah this that's framed straight up comic as well. Then Batman says crime alley, so he's got home court. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like got to make sure I get home court. So at this point now, are we watching uh, Batman vs. Batman, Batman, Batman I, That's what I'm wondering because, like, well, and cameo appearance by the Anton first Batmobile right here. Yeah. Love that. My favorite. My favorite of the Batmobiles. Sure. Gotta tweak it. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't lift it high enough. Alfred, where yeah. is my super suit? Yeah. This is yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is there. We go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. This is his. Uh, and just the helmet, because like that was the thing when I saw when they did the, the Comic Con teaser like two years ago. Oh yeah, because we knew this movie was coming out three years ago, and they did the Comic Con teaser two years ago where it shows the bat signal, and it was like thirty seconds long, and it shows the bat signal in the sky, 
Yeah. And then and then lightning flashes and Superman emerges is in, in, in the sky in the Batman logo. And then it zooms down and it shows Affleck Batman and he's in the Dark Knight Returns super suit. I yeah. flipped the hell out. Like I was like, oh my God, they're going to do Batman in the Dark Knight Returns, right? Yeah. Which they obviously all watch. I was going to say earlier though, there's this show on public access in Barry. And it's called the Barry Fantasy Hockey League, and it's literally three dudes sitting in, in a circle of chairs, much like we are, except instead of talking about interesting stuff that people want to, to hear about, sports like, like this. No, because they're not even talking about sport. They're literally talking about their fantasy league. Oh. And wow. here's, the thing, here's the thing about <laughs> fantasy no sports. Kidding. Nobody gives a fuck yeah. about your fantasy league. <laughs> and like, Rob and I are in a fantasy, uh, fantasy football league, and yeah, we yeah. only discuss that league Almost with, the, people, with in the people in it. We would never talk to you and be like, man, you know. Because I don't care. Yeah, you don't Because even, even if I knew everything, exactly, it would have no right? impact on me. So you, you wouldn't care if Julio Jones had a bad week and I was complaining <laughs> about it to you, right? Yeah. So these guys are literally sitting around talking about, like, they're in a, in, oh, like a semicircle of chairs talking about, they'll be like, Team Poland beat Team Higgins this week to move to 10 and 8. Got a big performance from Henrik Lundqvist, who had a shutout and two wins this week. And it's like, oh my god! <laughs> like, so when you guys come up, we'll get drunk and watch it because oh it's, it's it, you'll never believe that such a thing could exist. Because yeah. not only, like, not only should you never talk about your fantasy league to people who are not in it, but to make a TV show out of it, like a weekly TV show. See now, if they wanted to talk about a fantasy league, yeah. and the fantasy league is. Okay, we all have a team of superheroes and supervillains. Yeah, and you know, we're wa- they're waging battle against yeah. each other each week, and you know, coming up with uh, ridiculous fights and whatnot. But obviously, that's now entirely amongst those people to come up with the storylines of what happens. And it's just like, all right, other people will just maybe vote on it. Like, yeah, who would win? And something, yeah, giving just points. something. Right? Anything better than sitting around that yeah. bit right there where she's inverted in yeah. the straight out of the comp. That's pan- that's a panel in the comp. I, I do like how they explain uh, that too as well. Slingshot. Yeah. The slingshot at bad Superman. That is, I, I've seen that panel. Yeah, I, that I do panel. like how uh, Superman is uh, weakened here, both because of like the nuclear winter and the nuke that he took earlier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like t- seemingly twenty minutes ago. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, he's recovered, yeah. but not completely because there's no sun on Earth right now. This this gun, the, the Sonic gun, yeah. um, he used that in, or Chris Nolan used that in Dark Knight Rises. Like he when, like he shot, like when he was in the tunnel when he made his first thing, and the sequence where the uh, the cops were like when, because his Batman retired for like eight years, right? And then yeah. they had the sequence that was straight out of Dark Knight where the there's like the veteran cop and the rookie cop, and yeah. he's like, "You're in for a show today, son," yeah. right? Yeah. And I can't believe no, yeah, I just. I, I can't believe people don't talk about that sequence enough in Dark Knight Rises for how cool it was with mm. like these Alfred scenes. Yeah. Oh god, this is heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, yeah, did not have a good feeling for Alfred after no. all this. <laughs> and I think my wife actually cried during this. Yeah, the first time I, I made her watch this. Yeah, Alfred's, Alfred's her beautiful favorite. cinnamon roll, yeah. too pure for this world. Yeah, <laughs> is that you do me? Yeah. <laughs> It was weird that there wasn't any kind of like ah, oh, it's just because this this bit is so good when like when he's looking at the photos there and Alfred gets his his one and only voiceover from the series and he talks about telling Bruce this story about the purloined letter and yeah. then and then Bruce goes like he was punished right and then Alfred goes yes and he goes and then he slept like a baby right like when he found out the bad guy got punished 
Yeah. Like, I'm... This sequence right here might be the best fight sequence in the history of anything animated ever. <laughs> and mm-hmm. if we get anything even close to this... In, like, honestly, if it was me, I would have done this fight frame by frame just with Henry Cavill and and Ben Affleck. And I love that bit where it's like, he gets this super punch and just punches Superman in his goddamn face. Because yeah. <laughs> that's the bit where, like, whenever <laughs> whenever Superman gets kryptonited and then Batman, and they're technically on, like, quote-unquote equal playing ground, and Batman's yeah. always just cracking the knuckles, like, you're in trouble now, buddy. <laughs> 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 Where's your super strength now? <laughs> this bit's good, though. The actual tank that... <laughs> Frank Miller was the first guy to have Batman actually in a tank, and then you get to have... You basically are Batman tank in Arkham Knight when you play the video game. It's like... 90, the game's like 90% tank. <laughs> like, I haven't played that one yet. It's... There's, uh, I mean, it was fun, but probably a little too much of the tank stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, because the Batmobile is basically a tank, and you have to do all these. Ah, I just love this Batman, just even punching. So, your boy's getting tooled right now, Miller. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's just like we got Pierce versus Miller here. Right? No, oh, come on, <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't go that far. But <laughs> Pierce is the because I love soups too. But right. Pierce is the third biggest Superman yeah. fan I know. Yeah, because when it comes down to these two, it just when it comes down to these two for me, it's always going to be Batman. Yep, and that's why you're third. Which yeah, which is <laughs> which is weird so to me because I like this bit because like all this stuff is made up. Right? Oh, yeah. so good. Yeah, this right here though, the wrecking ball. Oh god, I can't even like a wrecking ball. <laughs> <laughs> like this is all made up. The, the fight oh. wasn't this elaborate, but by god, is it good? It's beautiful. It, yeah, it's so good. And soups like oh. catches it, and he fires it back at him, and then. Tubes! Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, why are we talking over this sequence? It's just so brilliant. Oh, there's going to be a podcast somewhere. <laughs> because, That's true. Because otherwise uh, it will be 10 minutes. It would be, out. yeah. Oh, right. We're, we're not oh, just watching a God. movie. Fuck, I love these two. And just how soups can just go, oh, I can kill you if I ever, like, Henry Cavill's line of, I can kill you if I want to. <laughs> yeah. And now you've got the oh, yeah. in the suit. Because this is very much like, like, you know, when you and your brother, Rob, like, like I've seen you and your brother get drunk, and then you end up getting into, like, kind Total. of, a, like, like, yeah. come on, you know, like, like, that's yeah. what this is right now, right? Like, where you're, like, like, you're still brothers, but, like, you've yeah. had one too many, and then, like, it's just... One's trying to calm the other one down. Yeah, exactly, and then it's, that's, like... Or just, end it. <laughs> yeah, or end the fight, right? Yeah. But I love this, like, Ollie Queen. Kick. Oh, man, it's so good. The one-armed bandit. Hey, Ollie, how'd you get up there? Yeah. Well, the, well, the thing is, because you get Ollie's voiceover, right, during this sequence, because, like, this is good, too, but he's, like, running on the rooftop calling him, like, fascists and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. he's Oliver Queen, and he's, yeah, like, the exactly. liberal hippie. But, like, he, he, as he's running on the roof, he says, they've been trying to shut, he's like, they tried to shut me down, and this is where he implies that the government, because I always assume that Superman took his arm off, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the heavy, impli- that's the story I've told myself, is that, the government said, you got to stop Ollie Queen. And Superman said, well, I don't have to kill him, but I can take his arm off and he won't be able to shoot a bow anymore, right? Yeah. But Ollie, I love this bit. Boom, just blows up Superman. Somehow didn't scar his face, but whatever. Uh, so when Ollie's running on the rooftop, he's saying stuff like, they tried to shut me down, but I've still been busy. And then it smash cuts to this thing where it was like, you know, 
government sub stopped. No one, no one killed or something. So it's implied that Ollie Queen is still out in the world doing stuff, even though he's only got one arm. He's not as effective as he as he once was, but he's still making a difference. Yeah, he's still making a difference. Yeah, they they had the bit earlier when we talked over over the like you know. Diana went back to her people and how how went to the stars space, and yeah. like what about Oliver? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, he goes, yeah. What about Oliver? It's like that. He says like I regretted doing that or something like that. He's like, yeah. I know he was torn to pieces. <laughs> yeah, I love that bit though. Like even with like like the frame of him holding like of Ollie Queen upside down with the bow with the bow in his teeth and stuff. Yeah, he said hi, oh goddamn silver in, in the in the book. They changed it to freaking for some reason. Freaking. Yeah. Well, what's this thing all rated? P- uh, probably PG thirteen because yeah. there yeah, is a bit of cussing and uh, we saw that you know pederast get his head fucking crushed in, <laughs> yeah, a, in a roller coaster either so there's no way yeah this this sequence though this conversation between the two of them I can't tell you like boy did they get it right like the like man like, I love you got, Superman you're getting your ass kicked and you're still worried about him yeah <laughs> I love you yeah he's just so. Because it's just this this shitty friendship between the two of them. Because like they're still friends, but they're like <laughs> shitty friends. <laughs> it is like because they're still friends, but like because I mean like it, you get it in a minute here when yeah. yeah. This is straight out of the comic book. Him saying that I could have killed you if I wanted to. The whole Man. this whole exchange, like I was when I watched the part one and part two. I think I started at like eleven eleven o'clock at night or eleven thirty. <laughs> So I was up until two in the morning yeah. Friday night watching this and I just wanted it to keep going. Yeah. You're like, no, why does it have to end? Because yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like this bit here where he blows up, yeah, Alfred blows up Wayne Manor. Put a bomb under the bed. Yeah. You monster. They blew up Wayne Manor at the, spoiler alert, if you haven't played Arkham Knight, they blew up Wayne Manor at the end of Arkham Knight too. So yeah, it's, it's kind of a trope now. Yeah, it is a bit of a trope blowing up Arkham Knight. Every few years, it yeah. just gets rebuilt. Uh, What's no, the point no. of all those push-ups if you can't lift up bloody free? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this Do you even lift, Master Wayne? Yeah, How, this too, though, where he's like, don't touch him and stuff yeah. like that, right? Like, they're still friends, but they just, like... <laughs> Come on, I didn't have a better photo of this photo. Come on. <laughs> the man is dead. I didn't have a better photo for his way Stop photo. Ah! <laughs> like, this funeral sequence in... in in, in the book, though, with Lana Lang there and Selena Kyle, they added a little bit here with Superman there, who still hasn't fully recovered from yeah. the uh, yeah. <laughs> from the fight. But oh, with uh, him and Gordon, yeah, I can't uh, remember sorry. if they added dialogue to that. But if they did, if it was in the comic book, it was brilliant. This was it. This was Sel- yeah, with Selena Kyle coming up to him, right? But, like, this line here where Gordon says, because he doesn't know he's Superman, right? Yeah. And he goes, were you a friend? And Superman goes, I don't know. And Gordon just goes, yeah, that sounds like him, right? Like, it's, it's like to me, I don't think there is a, an exchange of dialogue between two characters that sums up the character of Batman so perfectly mm-hmm. than that exchange of him going, are you friends? And he's like, I don't know. And then he goes, yeah, that sounds like him. Like this bit, too. Yeah. Because that's the one thing I was kind of missing when um, she was kind of running at him with the tank and she had, like, the big grin on her face. I'm like, yeah. you think she'd be a little hesitant about going up against Superman? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's new. Yeah. But I like that she's, Although like, she's, terrified here. Yeah, she's in a tank. Yeah. yeah. 
Wink. Yeah. Thanks, Soups. I love you. I love you, Soups. Why didn't you help her <laughs> dig him up, though? <laughs> well, I guess the kryptonite's still in the system because he hasn't recovered from the thing. Well, I mean, and for other reasons, they yeah. can't let on, right? Yeah, that's true. That's the whole point. Uh, yeah, but it's still, it's like, hang back, maybe maybe wait five minutes, come back, help me dig this guy up. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's like me, like four-hour job, you, like that. And I'm like, just super digging powers. Yeah. This bit though, I always thought was really cool because I mean, it, it's it's it is Batman's like final story, but you still kind of yeah, they're setting up the new yeah Batman yeah they're, they're, they're setting up the new Batcave and all these mutants with their Cyclops visors <laughs> yeah that's true slice and dice Billy Close <laughs> rule number one nobody says slice and dice yeah. anymore slice and dices. <laughs> I thought it was funny that they got yeah, they got the yeah. weird like Cyclops slash Jordy before just like glasses. Yeah, it's the future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's well, true. Exactly. And it predates was... Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> it predates was... the next generation. <laughs> that's true. If this was the '80s and it's just like we're going to be futuristic, it makes complete sense. It does, yeah. But like, no one has any cell phones, or nobody predicted like cell phones or smartphones oh, or sure, any, sure. any of that kind of technology. Well, and I mean, that sort of stuff's not really important. Right? Although Batman had the super like. Like when the mutant broke his arm in part one, he had the super like magic arm fixing yeah, the thing. The for, yeah, that for that for some reason Batman kept to himself. Never, never gave that technology to people who were in hospitals and could actually yeah. use it and stuff. Like that was one of the things I was like, okay, Batman wouldn't just keep that for himself. Yeah, that's, he had that that's not some. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's that, that's maybe some like old yeah. and bitter. Bruce Wayne yeah, sort of technology. Exactly. Not, and they used that in... Not it, that, was thing, <laughs> that was another thing they did in Dark Knight Rises where Chris Nolan had the had the magic leg fixing brace that he puts on there. Right. He was immediately able to kick through brick walls and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Oh, man. And here we are. We come, we, we come into a close on this and... Man, we're coming in for... Only when Gotham is broken. <laughs> but you have my permission to die. But, I mean... Oh, they, yeah, just, it was hard not to watch good. that, and yeah, it was hard to watch that again and remember to have to talk because mm. <laughs> it's so good, right? There's it's so just, many scenes where yeah. I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm I'm engrossed with what's going on. Yeah, I, 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 I want to see. What I want to watch this Batman Superman <laughs> fight because it's fucking yeah. brilliant. So now, and it's certainly this has now raised mm. the bar for me yeah. actually. With what I'm expecting out of Batman, that so, that's so like before when you asked me like what's my expect or like mm-hmm. what's my excitement level, it is a Matt plus, but like the plus and like why it's more yeah. than just the Matt is partly because of this and just seeing like what's possible out of it. Because I feel like they're definitely gonna do. We've already seen that um, Affleck has the Dark Knight Returns super suit that yeah. he puts on to fight. Superman, I think we're going to get a few other touches like that where where they lifted some stuff from Dark Knight Returns. Like, yeah. I imagine we'll get Team some. Team Bradley Bacon was one of them. <laughs> that's awesome. Who did he do? Uh, he was Don. Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and Bruce Timm voiced uh, Fireman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Frank Walker was in the mix, too. Bruce Timm did the voice of... Uh, the bad guy in the Grey Ghost episode of uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. that was a great episode with uh, yeah Adam Adam West did the voice of the Grey, Grey Ghost. Ghost yeah, yeah. so good the guy who took the he was like he was kind of like Toy Man he was taking all the old Grey Ghost memorabilia and yeah. he was using it to blow up and 
It was some like weasel kid. Yeah, it was like a copycat from a villain on that show. On the show, yeah. And he and it was he had sold all the all the stuff to the to that comic book owner, and it was voiced by Bruce Tim. Yeah, because there was the one there was like the not the race car, but like whatever the gray ghost car was. It was yeah zipping around the Gotham and. Then they're like, oh, and I'm going to go on this. They would hear it before. Yeah. They would hear it coming, right? Because it had like the buzzing sound. Yeah. So the buzzing sound was the indication that you were about to get blown up. Get blown up. Yeah. yeah. What was the Great Ghost vehicle called? Oh God, I don't I remember. Can't remember. I don't know if it actually had a the ghost car. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a ghost car. <laughs> yeah. It's a ghost car. He's how me. Hold me. I just. I mean. If we get anything, if we get 80% of that in Batman and Superman, I think, I, I think, I think, you know what, I'm going to lower, my, I'm going to say 60%. If we yeah. get 60% of that. I'm so worried about that movie. I think Batman and Superman will be. Three uh, weeks, you say. Yeah. Oh, Nin- wow. 19 days, we got to wait for, uh, normally we do these a little closer, but unfortunately March is a really busy month. We got March Madness, because uh, Selection uh, Sunday is next Sunday. So, which means Monday Craig and I are doing our bracket, and Tuesday everybody better get ready because we're we're redoing the crossover. Uh, uh, we're, doing, <laughs> we're redoing the crossover uh, bracket challenge. On. Oh, okay, <laughs> winner gets a shout out this year on the podcast. Because hmm. last year we did it for for uh, draft order in the fantasy football league, and right. now we we're, we're just going to do it for winner gets a, a shout out. I'm going to try to get the other podcasts to come in on it. Yeah, yeah, for uh, hopefully, hopefully the, the other members of, of Potter and family will come in and, and challenge us. So, what would you grade on the good, the bad, the mad scale? Dark Knight Rises or Dark Knight Returns Part Two? I have some qualms about uh, Superman and Batman. Just definitely, definitely killing people. <laughs> but I mean, that seems to be the era that they're in with this. And well, Soups, I think would... Soups, I think killed a couple of people in that. Thing, but again, that was one of those things where it's war casualties, yeah. so it's not really Superman. And then it's definitely not Superman breaking Zod's neck with a myriad of other available <laughs> options. Available yes, yes. And let me make it perfectly clear that it is a nitpick. Yeah, but I mean, it's a minor one in an otherwise great movie. Yeah. Well, you Rob, what are you giving? Uh, it's good. Yeah, without question. It's because you never like you read some of Dark Knight Returns, Miller, right? And no, no. Yeah, I thought I could have sworn. No, I, everything I knew about it, I knew from you. I learned it from listening to you. <laughs> and I know Rob had never seen it, so that's like yeah. just a fresh take seeing it, like yeah. just watching this. And well, I knew generally what it was about yeah. from you know cultural osmosis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than like the Batman movies and all that. Most of my Batman knowledge has come from the animated series, yeah, which is a great place to actually yeah. get. Yeah. Uh, Sans comics, that's a that's, that's a great place. That's to a good omnibus, yeah, to get your a lot of material your Batman knowledge. Oh man, that movie's like a tight one fifteen. I like it. Those are the the, the one fifteen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. movies yeah. are perfect for these for these commentaries. I think. Well, you didn't want to have the two and a half hour Starship yeah, Troopers like, again. Starship Troopers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe Starship Troopers is as long as. as I remember thinking, there's no way it's more than like an hour 20, and then it was like close to two hours. Oh, well, yeah, I was like, I'll grab, to... I'll grab three beers. That'll yeah. be enough. Oh, yeah. Then we all have to stagger our departure yeah. to go refill. Yeah, get a so water break. Oh, God. So, bolstered by that, Dark Knight Returns Part 2, mm-hmm. has the excitement level increased or decreased? as far as Batman v Superman goes? Because I think, now that you've seen that and you kind of have a sense of stuff that happens in the comics, 
you'll you'll get a few of the because I imagine yeah. there'll be lifts and you'll yeah, get yeah. some of the references that they made. Oh sure, it's it's definitely raised it for me, but mm-hmm. it's not like it went from a a, a math plus up to like a, a good plus or it's not a good mm-hmm. scale for no. excitement level. <laughs> no, but on that range of okay, from a six to a nine, like, yeah, um, it, it hasn't jumped like that, but. If they do lift those scenes, the expectation is there that I want to see that now. Uh-huh. Whereas before, it's just like, okay, it's Batman versus Superman. I don't normally care about Superman, so uh-huh. putting the two together and seeing what happens, and then bringing in Wonder Woman. All right, let's just yeah, see how so it goes. Like from... I'm giving them a clean slate and letting <clears throat> them give it to me. But now that I've seen bits. Yeah. where all of them do uh, exist together. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, now I've got expectations that I want. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm coming from a perspective where I, I mean, I really like Superman. I like Batman a lot, too. And so, unlike Rob, I'm coming from a perspective of there being on top of the literal conflict, there's a lot of drama yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even within if, myself. Because <laughs> if you've read the comics, Batman versus Superman, like, it, to, to the layperson... They're going to go, Batman couldn't beat Superman. You know, Superman's got all these powers, and so Batman's on... But no, if you read the comics, Batman versus Superman, it's a thing. Like, you, yeah, don't, you yeah. don't know who's going to win when those two go up against each other, right? Like, you, like if you know the Batman... Well, and usually it ends up kind yeah. of being, like, one of these situations where it's it's a stalemate, but in a pretty satisfying way. Yeah, you, you get to watch them both punch the crap out of each uh, other. I actually like yeah. their confrontation that they had for, like, a dozen pages in Red Sun as well, yes. which is a very good Elseworld. Although that wasn't Bruce Wayne. That was yeah, different. Yeah. <laughs> that was a different... That was Russian was, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Russian was, Batman. was awesome. Why haven't they animated Red Sun yet? Oh, it, it's got to be coming. Yeah, I, I imagine it's going to so. be But, coming. I mean, like, we're wasting time doing Justice League War and stuff like this. We could be <laughs> animating the Killing Joe and Red Sun and stuff like that. Well, they're that. doing Killing Joke and hopefully that paves the way for some True, more of that yeah. sort of stuff. But I mean, because, like, they uh, did. I would like to see some more animated Brainiac. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because they've done the, the good ones. I mean, they did this. They did Under the Red Hood, which is a great... Uh, yeah, Under the Red Hood was good. Was it, was, which is a great graphic novel. But mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I love the Justice League stories that they're doing, but the latest one they're doing is like Justice League versus Teen Titans, yeah. which <laughs> could be a lot of fun. Basically what happens is Trigon, who's... I'm just picturing it as like, we're your elders. Respect us. And yeah. then they beat them into yeah. submission. Well, but, see, the plot line for this is because why would the Teen Titans fight the Justice League, right? Yeah. The plot line for this one is Trigon, who's the literal devil yeah, okay. of, the, of the DC universe. Raven's dad. Raven's father, yeah. Okay. Rises from the depths of hell and manages to take over the Justice League. And he's like, I'll oh, use the Justice League to destroy the world. But then the Teen Titans have to band together to fight and they keep shoving Damian Wayne down our throats yeah. in the in the animated series for some reason my like, least favorite Robin the le- yeah the least fa- <laughs> least favorite Batman too because he's put on that's the, right yeah. he's put on the Batman cowl cowl a couple of times and I'm just like you suck <laughs> like, I've never had a Damian Wayne moment in the comics that I've been like man I really like Damian Wayne at this point like I hate Damian Wayne so much <laughs> and they keep Giving them to us in these animated series, and they did arguably the worst animated movie they've ever done was Son of Batman, where they introduced him oh, and like he it. was beating Deathstroke and stuff. And fight. oh fuck, it was terrible. <laughs> okay. yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, he beat, he beat Deathstroke, and like because this whole thing was, I mean, there's obviously, I don't know, there's just there's good stuff there because he he's he's Bruce and Talia's son, but he's raised by. Ra's al Ghul, so he acts more like Ra's al Ghul, and then Bruce tries to pull him away from that, right? Like, that's, that's, 
there's meat on the bone there as far as telling that story. Yeah. It's just Damian Wayne is such a little brat asshole that you like you don't want to see him succeed and follow in the footsteps yeah, of the yeah, Batman, yeah. right? You're like Dick Grayson is so his son. Which is why honestly the best Damian Wayne moment of all time was in Injustice when Damian Wayne accidentally kills Dick Grayson and then later on Batman confronts him about it and uh, Damian Wayne says something to him like Superman's been more of a father to me than you'll ever be. And Bruce looks Damian Wayne right in the eye and says, you stop being my son when you killed Dick Grayson. He was my son. And then I was like, oh! (laughs) When I read that, I was like, oh my god! (laughs) That's so brilliant! Uh, To circle back around to my point, uh, (laughs) yeah, because this movie shows where um, Superman and Batman could be good, but they... Well, we know a lot, possibly too much about the movie already, um, which is to say that, like, okay, we have a we have the the basis of a good story here. Like, if they copied this frame for frame, it'd be great. Mm-hmm. But we know that they're throwing Lex in the mix, yeah. which they can do. We know that they're throwing Wonder Woman in the mix, which they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not getting Ollie. Uh, they're throwing in the Flash. They're yeah. Throwing in like Aquaman. weird hints to Aquaman and yeah. Darkseid and possibly Green Lantern. It came out. It came out to, earlier this week after everybody saw the screeners that apparently Cyborg might be mentioned. Right, now yeah. that could be, and apparently the Flash is like part of it is like really weird. Yeah, well, like, cause, not like, good. Yeah, because what was it? Uh, now <laughs> um, Cyborg being in it could easily be. We're at the gala. Bruce Wayne, meet Vic Stone. Yep. Vic Stone, Bruce Wayne, shake hands, and then he's never... And then he's like, <laughs> exactly. I want to talk to you about the technology you're, you're working on. And it'll be like, yeah, I, I, don't have, I, I don't have time this week. And talk then to you like, we'll talk to you, ne- yeah, talk to you next week. And <laughs> then, talk and to then, the next movie. And then, you know, they keep on sliding by, right? Like, that. it could be that. It could and be their Iron Man shield thing. Exactly. It could be <laughs> well, just this like, is, this is Vic Stone, and you go, oh! Batman <laughs> right? versus Superman's setting it up so they can get their Justice League. Yeah, that's oh, supposed to, it's supposed to be setting up their... Right, their but universe. to throw it all in at once oh, in what should be yeah. a movie about Batman and Superman mm-hmm. seems like it's it's way too bloated. Yeah. Um, so my excitement level is... Like, on one hand, it's higher because of this, because I see how good the good stuff can be, mm-hmm. but it's lower because I know that it won't live up to it. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, it's going to be all the good stuff plus a bunch of extra crap that I don't care about. <laughs> So I, I don't know how it's going to be. Like, how long is? Do we know how long it's, it is? Uh, like, is it like a bloated three hours? I don't think it'll be three, three, but, but it's, it's going to be over two. I'd right? assume two twenty. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, I'm right there with you. Two twenty. That's all right. That's magical. There's no, yeah. There's no way this movie is less is, is less than two hours. What I'm worried about is that it's going to be like a. A, a decent movie like this, but that are going to have like completely off tone sort of cameo appearances and stuff like that that just doesn't seem to make sense or fit into it. Yeah, properly. like the flashing, like, like hey, apparently put, it's apparently that's jarring. Yeah, like, like that I scene would, was like, whoa, I, that's way out of place. Yeah, like the way I would do it, and I'm not a filmmaker or a writer, but I would do if I was doing the Flash. Here, my Flash would just be like a cameo appearance where Batman would be like looking at. Like, say, say Batman's doing some reconnaissance, and he ends up looking at, like, security footage. Yeah. And then, let's say he's looking at security footage of a robbery, and then all of a sudden you see, like, and then all the guys are, like, tied up and stuff like that. And you'd be like, oh, my God, that was the Flash who just ran by and stopped that, you know, robbery or whatever. Mm-hmm. That would be my Flash appearance. And I would set up, um, I, would, I would have Aquaman be a post credit sequence to set up, because you want the Jeff Johns, Atlantean King... Mm-hmm. Aquaman, you don't want 
this yeah. Super Friends Aquaman. You want the Jeff Johns. Come to me. Yeah, you, you want the Jeff Johns, like, badass Aquaman who, like, is fighting with the, the surface dwellers and stuff like that while trying to broker peace between, you know, his people and, and the surface dwellers. So what I would do is I would have, because we know Batman and Superman is going to be this big explosion-y, destruction-y type thing. So what I would what I would have, say, is say like a bomb goes off in the water or something in the middle and you don't think nothing of it. But then, yeah, yeah, someone drops a missile and Superman yeah. has to deflect it into the ocean. Into the ocean, right? Like he does. And then you get like a pan, pan of like, maybe there's like a bunch of like, whales and dolphins and stuff that have that are that are kind of dying i mean yeah. they're kind of grim but like they're dead because superman threw this missile in the ocean yeah. and then you have jason momoa slowly uh, rise, above the rise out of the water and be like what the fuck <laughs> or, or, but just you just slowly Enough. have yeah you just slowly have jason momoa rise out and then just give this angry look towards the the city of yeah, Gotham. Metropolis. Yeah. yeah, and then be like, oh, it's on now, right? You know, that would be what I would do. Maybe they do that. I don't know, but yeah. that's how I would sprinkle it in where those guys don't actually factor into the movie, but they're there, but the the it's their way of planting seeds, right? But yeah. Here they are, and and we, and they're not in this one, but, you know, like, well, they're we'll coming. but they're coming, right? Yeah, because you want Aquaman versus, I think you want Aquaman versus his own people versus the surface dwellers. Type yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, the other thing yeah. is the difference between this movie and um, and uh, BBS uh, is that it seems to be taking kind of an opposite tack to it, where from mm-hmm. what we're understanding from the trailers uh, is that um, it's kind of from Bruce Wayne's perspective, like, oh, Superman, he's too dangerous, we can't yeah. trust him, we've got to take him down, whereas this was kind of the opposite, yeah. where Superman's like, well, Batman's doing all this stuff, he's... Basically yeah. taken on the role of the law. He's a vigilante. He's a vigilante, right? and we need to bring him to justice. So it's mm-hmm. kind of uh, you know, and Superman Person is X is getting too powerful. We have to take him yeah. down because this is back in the era of Superman. Because Superman these days he belongs to the world, right? But yeah. back in the eighties, he was very, he very much belonged to America. He's true, true justice yeah. in America. Exactly, life. He's true justice yeah. in the American way. The corn fred Kansas boy who who grew That's up. That's the eagle flying yeah, to the arm. Oh god, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Standing on a rock, Captain Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! So, uh, you guys got anything else to add to this? Uh, anything else you want to say about? Uh, I really want to like Batman versus Superman. I don't and think I, anybody I, wants I, to hate it. No, I, that's I not true. The no, there are a lot of people who want it. The people who hate Ben Affleck are just waiting. <laughs> well, and if you would have asked me a year ago, I probably would have told you that I was ready to hate it. Um, <laughs> I was I was ready to believe, and then that Doomsday thing. Showed yeah, up. when that's you were exactly going through right. the list of bloated stuff, you were talking. You didn't even I mention, didn't even mention that. Yeah, because. It's the dumbest thing in that circumstance because Lex Luthor should know what's going on there enough to not give them a common enemy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just dumb. Although, again, he's not even Lex Luthor. He's apparently supposed to be Lex Luthor Jr. Let's not go into that. a whole other <laughs> thing. But, like, I don't, again, that might not be true. That's a rumor that's being kicked around right now. Is that Well, one thing this movie uh, would likely do, regardless of its success, if it's good... Um, or bad. Zombieland 2. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, Suicide Squad. If it's I... good, it's going to ramp up more interest mm-hmm. for Suicide Squad. And if it's bad, it's going to be like, oh, I cannot wait for Suicide yeah, Squad I to push it up. I don't think you can get people off of Suicide Squad I, at yeah, this yeah. point. It would I, be hard to lose people. I think Suicide Squad is going to be, I don't know financially if it will be more successful than Batman vs. Superman because the name of those two characters alone yeah. is going to make the money but i think in the grand scheme of things 
people are going to remember Suicide Squad more fondly than yeah. than Batman Superman. I think they're going to say DC released two movies that year and Suicide Squad was better than... Oh, yeah. And I mean, Suicide Squad has at least the financial... Or not financial. the At least the mm-hmm. um, cultural recognition, in my opinion, that Deadpool does. Yeah. Because yeah. when I went to see Deadpool... So, I mean, it doesn't um, necessarily have to be a flop. <laughs> Suicide Squad was with the tra- one of the trailers beforehand. Yes. Nice. And being able to see that trailer with On the Queen music oh. going uh, before That was the best part of Deadpool. Yeah. It was... <laughs> I just wanted to, like... I want to be watching this right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, I just... And they I, did that I've, been ta- I've been talking about the Suicide Squad for years, trying to get people to read it, because I fucking love it, and it's the best thing, and I can't believe they're going to make a goddamn movie that actually looks good. And they actually locked up David Ayer and Will Smith, apparently, right. for, for a sequel. So right, they're yeah. sitting... Which, to me, I think... I like I, I, I like Will Smith. I hope this movie kind of brings him back into one of the... Like, recovering from the M. Night Shyamalan movie that he did with his yep. son. So I hope this kind of brings him back from that. But like, honestly, I think locking up David Ayer is more significant for the sequel than it is for having Will Smith, right? Because this is a suicide squad. People can die and then they just, you know, next man up. Right? Well, yeah. And I mean, if they do it's it It's like, like a college that. recruiting system. Just next man up. You just, someone graduates to the NBA, just get another and, guy. And if they do it like they style. do in every, like, Suicide Squad TV show or a comic book mm-hmm. or, like, the animated movie Attack on Arkham, yeah. if they do it like that, probably one of the characters we've seen featured heavily in the trailer is going to be dead in the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Slipknot's probably the guy yeah. for that. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, they always have to show somebody died. Yeah, exactly. To, to, like, to oh, we've got a bomb in your neck. Here it is. Boom. Yeah. So <laughs> Let that be an example to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. They have the guy who's the example. <laughs> well, that's it's funny that you bring up Arkham Knight because the next time we do a commentary track, if we don't do one for Daredevil, mm-hmm. it will be the Ar- the Arkham the Assault of Arkham, Arkham that yeah. you just said we're gonna we'll do a commentary track to that that'll be our leading that's a good one Captain to the Boomer Suicide Squad right. yeah Captain Boom oh, so cool does look so cool so cool <laughs> I've actually already seen that one too hey, Ar- Assault on Arkham yeah. yeah they set that in the video game first too that's technically the uh, yeah, yeah it, it, in the Arkham video game world right uh, yeah. so technically yeah. technically the Arkham the, the the video game world goes Arkham Origins mm. then Assault on Arkham the movie then Batman Arkham Asylum, then Arkham City, and then yeah. Arkham Knight. And all of that stuff is fantastic. I love that that whole bit. And there's a bunch of, uh, there's a comic series that takes place called Arkham Unhinged as okay. well that takes place in the video game universe and stuff, right? Nice. Which is all really good. I love that whole Arkham, yeah. the fact that there's like an Arkham verse where, where all that stuff happens. It's really good. Anyway, I think that's a good capper on, uh, good lead into to the next time. Uh, yep. That's it for our Dark Knight Returns commentary. This is our lead-in for Batman Superman. We've been talking a lot of Batman Superman, and we probably won't talk anymore until the actual movie comes out. Probably. Because uh, Daredevil comes out the week before, so we'll be doing a lot of Daredevil, and then That's right, March yeah. Madness is happening and, and whatnot. So the next time you see the crossover podcast, Craig will be back on, and hopefully we won't lose the, the podcast this time. Uh, hopefully. And we'll have our March Madness brackets. <coughs> we're we're going to fill out our March Madness bracket, because this time next week we'll be... Uh, Night Beef and Basketball. Yeah, we'll be watching uh, Selection Sunday, trying to figure out who my Canes are going to play in the first round. I lost to Virginia Tech last night. <laughs> Bad loss. <laughs> anyway, Rob Coughlesh 
Kevin Miller, thanks for doing this. Thanks for we're sitting through. It's not as bad as, as thanks for having yeah, me. much better. The, Didn't fall asleep this time. Yeah, much better selection this time than Batman <laughs> Robin when we sat through that one. <laughs> oh man, uh, take care, you guys. Uh, actually, I should say crossover podcast available on crossoverpodcast.com. Download on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Uh, find us at the con or contact at the crossoverpodcast.com. It's our email. If you want to message in, call us jackasses or something like that, or <laughs> give us praise, wherever you feel like, Don. Be uh, one of the million people who hate me for liking Superman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, SoundCloud, we're available on SoundCloud. Just renewed our SoundCloud subscription. Uh, on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter, at Empire 6 on Twitter. Kevin, you got to... Yeah, at Kevin Miller, at Kevin G. Miller. You got to get on that Twitter, Rob. I know you're not on the Twitter. That's but... social media. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got back on Twitter after a three-year hiatus, almost of a day, uh, last week. So. Yeah, for, for the podcast. Um... Uh, Kudos to the people at the uh, at Potter and Family and the hashtag Potter and Family movement. To Absolutely, retweet and help get us our stuff. I want to get I want to get on some of these other. I've been talking about maybe getting on some of the other podcasts with uh, some of the other Potter and Family indies that are out there. I want to I want to show up for a podcast where I don't have to do the legwork. <laughs> Is one I want to show up and have somebody ask me something and be like, "Well, let me tell you what I think." Right? Uh, so I'm, uh, yeah, maybe I'll host one of the Berlanti ones. Sometimes. Yeah. So if you're if you're uh, if you're if you feel like hearing having Matt Pierce on your on your podcast or crossing over with the crossover podcast because that's quite frankly what we're all about here, yeah, shoot me a message on Twitter. I will absolutely do that. Just name the time and the place. I, I will do that. Uh, so yeah, thanks to the hashtag Potter and Family Movement, and once again, thank you guys for being here. Absolutely, thank you. Take Enjoy care. the movie. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Cheers.